All right, recording. Hey, guys. Hey! Welcome to yo, yo. the Crimson Cabal. I mean, the uh, Cabal Corner. The Palaver Corner. Palaver. Palaver, oh, Lisa. How's everybody doing? I'm doing good. All right. Corny, I saw you uh, all right, all right. you and your uh, niece today. It was just super cute, I gotta tell you. Oh, that's what's my, that? Uh, so your niece? That's my yeah, that's my best friend Jeremy uh Bullock. That's his daughter. Oh, oh okay. Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, she's adorable, adorable, man. Yeah. So, so you, you're adorable, Cornelius. <laughs> I mean you, you look like just like really young kid. Hanging with that kid is adorable. Well, Joanna said yeah. you, look, you look very cute as well. So I'll tell you. Yeah, I get I get that a lot. <laughs> well, it's good you get that shit a lot. Hell yeah. yeah. Joanna, you have a use. You have a nice use about you, about your feet, your face. You know, it's very useful. You know. Yeah. Unlike me, it looks like Sweet fucking. Guy. Your uncle. Yeah, a lot of, your a lot uncle. of people. Yeah, a lot of people think I'm in like my my thirties or late twenties, but I feel. And I'm 41. <laughs> <laughs> I, de- I definitely, I wonder about 20s, but I'll definitely give you, I would say you look about 34 going on yeah. 35. Yeah, mid yeah, Well, I look like I'm, uh, I'm 43 going on 62. Yeah. <laughs> no way. Yeah, but I won't, you know, I don't shave all my, you know, if I just shaved everything like you do, I'd probably, I, I would, I'd de age about, you know. I don't know, five years, maybe. Yeah, I, so I far. She has a, so a beard off. I was like a fucking eighteen year old man. Oh, you look like a kid, Jeremy. You're just yeah, like, brutal. Ooh, so far, I haven't had any gray hair yet. So no, nah, I'm fucked, dude. Come on, I got yeah. gray. I got gray coming in on the left side of my fucking head, man. Well, I'm gray. I'm gray stripes through the hair and just my chest. Like I was like a silverback gorilla, like from Congo, that movie and shit. I love the white albinos. That's me, dude. Amy, stupid monkey. You, you gotta, you gotta hit me with like short control burst with a fucking flamethrower, and then just take my hair down a little bit because it's fucking short obnoxious. Control burst. <laughs> <laughs> well, Ernest had to have to be present. <laughs> well, hey man, you know what, guys? This fucking day has finally come. Fucking dark towers come out. And uh, we're gonna mm. fucking shoot the shit. We're gonna palaver about this. Talk about it. And talk about it. Talk so about uh, I, I want to hear Corny talk about this thing first. So Corny, yeah. what was your first Corny? impression so. about this thing, man? I really liked the film for what it was. Um, when I sat down and watched it, like Friday afternoon, I kind of felt like it should have been a longer movie, but I did enjoy it. So far, I'm just. Um, I, I hadn't made it through all the books yet or anything, so I'm kind of, I'm kind of uh, having to get that's a whole, back into the that's a whole new world. That's a whole new world. It is a whole new mid world. Yeah, I gotta get, yeah, I kind of gotta get started back up on the wastelands, but I've been on and off and not, you know, not having time or not being in the mood to read it. But I overall enjoyed the film and. um I 
kind of wish it was longer film, though. That's that's the only problem I have. Oh yeah, you know, I, I got a problem with that. Yeah. I, it's a couple. It's a couple scenes I kind of. I kind of wish they could have let breathe or whatever. You know. Yeah, that's it was, that's yeah, it was, everything just happened so quick. But at the same time, it wasn't done. Uh, it wasn't. I don't. I wouldn't say it was horrible bad because I've seen some real, real horrible bad edits on some films, <laughs> and um, I kind. I kind of think. I kind of think that it was going to be um, a little bit more to it. You know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. There, there was there was more to it, and yeah. they cut the way, they cut the shit out of that guy's movie. By the way, I watched. Um, uh, hey, whose TV's who's TV's up real loud? It's like loud. I can hear it. That's, that's, yeah. That's, oh, sorry guys, that, that's my background. I got the uh, just the menu from uh, Assault on Precinct 13. You're oh, hearing that yeah. fucking. I'm sorry. Sorry about that, guys. That's okay. I turned it down. It's down. Yeah, but last, last night I sat up and watched Army of Darkness, and that's just an 82 minute film. And it, mm-hmm. you know, for some reason, you, that 82 minutes was just done perfectly. Just about perfect to where yeah. it nothing seemed like it lingered too long. Nothing seemed like it was too short. It was just a, you know, Evil Dead Two. It's only yeah. 80, 82, 83 minutes. Yeah. That's it. It's brisk, and it says all it needs to say real quickly and just the right amount of time, and shit was a classic flip. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 and I really couldn't, you know, just reading the first two and a half books of um, um, The Dark Tower, I just couldn't see that being that short of a film like it what we got um, this past Friday, but I did enjoy it. I did enjoy it. I'm glad to hear that. I'm glad. Well, as an as an introduction to like what you haven't gotten to yet, as a sort of uh, new take on what's going on, um, the char- i mean, the character is corny. I mean, I'm, I'm just curious. Like, definitely, the biggest problem is that's a movie where everyone else is like, all these other movies are like, God damn, two and a half hours, where yeah. this was like. God damn it, it needed to be at least a half hour longer, if not, like, two hours and ten minutes. Yeah. To let those characters, because you're hinting at all this stuff that I know about, I know what they're talking about. Me too. But the mainstream is like, whoa, dude, like, what What was that? Because that's the thing I've been watching reviews, the decent ones, not the assholes that are just gross, but uh, people's response to the biggest thing, and a lot of these, I'm watching a lot of the ones that people have that have not read the books. And the biggest thing they say is that, you know, everything, everyone is agreeing that Idris Elba fucking owned it, that Tom Taylor, I keep saying Tom Taylor, Tom Holland, right? No, Tom Taylor. No, Tom Holland. Tom Taylor. Oh, okay. Tom Holland is Spider-Man, right? Yeah. I keep fucking that up. I mean, it's really funny. I'm getting, like, almost comedy wink-wink responses to that. You mean the other guy? I'm like, yeah, that guy. (laughs) Yeah. He's amazing. Okay, uh, you know, it, it evoked uh, Sebastian from uh, Neverending Story for me. Yeah. You know, because, yes, and we'll get into it, and I won't go on for long here. I'm just saying that I, I, it wasn't long enough, but I it think, was entertaining. I think this is an interesting topic to talk about. Because we, you know, Corny means we I talked about this a little bit after I watched it uh, last Friday. Um, it's interesting that they made this movie an hour and, like, 28, hour, 30 minutes, whatever. And then they give, there's even kids movies that are coming out now that are like 
over two hours. Like it's like the Lego movie is like yeah. two hours long. The, yeah. Spark, the, the, Batman, the Lego Batman movie is like two hours long. But like the Dark Tower, who has decades of 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 material history, it's a fucking epic. It's really an epic journey, and it gets an hour and thirty minutes. And it's like, but but why? Why is it getting this an hour fear? Fear of the it's fucking fear. cunty. Sorry, guys, I hate to say the word, but fear of the cunty producers. Yeah, and I We don't understand it because we're fucking idiots, and we think everyone else is an idiot, so you better cut that thing down to this action thing. Yeah. And what, action. One, of the, one of the things that I always kind of thought was interesting, uh, one of the things I've kind of thought about after watching it is um, how at first, George, uh, not George Lucas, uh, Peter Jackson was trying to make Lord of the Rings forever. Yeah. And yeah. I think that it went from being like... Um, I think two there movies, were like right? two movies, and then um, they, I think he went to some executive, and they were saying that he wanted to just, he thought they were just going to try to pile it up in one film or whatever. Yeah. And they, ended up, being, they ended up being like three three-hour films. And, you know, just because the yep. white producer saw what the material was. They had balls. I, they had yeah. balls. Yeah. All right, who's the guy that produced all the Nightmare on Elm Street? Um Oh, Bob, uh, Bob Shay. Bob Shay. Bob Shay. Bob Shay was the one that that looked at Peter Jackson and said, "This this has to be three movies." Yeah. Because he yeah. tried to pitch a, a, two, a two movie deal, right? Yeah. Because yeah. He, the first time it was like one, and he's like, "We got to at least do two. And Bob Shay, who's usually kind of just like you know, there's all these great stories with that with that guy, but Bob Shay was like, "This this has to be three movies," and yeah. then. Go ahead, sell all your your extra shit you want. We'll throw that out later uh, when we yeah, cross. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which yeah. is a smart, which is a really uh, smart idea. Really amazing, and it worked. It was a gamble, and it worked. It and that's like, what, what this should have been. What did it win? It won yeah, like but, fucking like eight Academy Awards or some shit. I mean, come on. Yeah. Well, we're talking. We're the king. You know, best yeah. director, best best movie. I mean, best movie. Pretty yeah, cool. That's, a, that's what I'm saying. I mean, like you know. I know. I think we all feel the same way about Lord of the Rings. I mean, Lord of the Rings is like one of my favorite trilogies of all time. Um, for me, growing up, because I'm, I'm, I'm a little younger than you guys, for me, like seeing Lord of the Rings in the theater was like seeing Star Wars for you dudes. So like that's like that's like almost like my Star Wars at the time because it was an epic journey. And and how old were you when that was coming out? You must have been. Oh my God, Jeremy, you must have been really young. School, like uh, I was in high school when Fellowship came out. I was, that uh, had to be just mind bending for you. That had to be like, oh my god, this is great. Yeah, I, I it saw mind bending for me, and I it was I saw it three times. Read all the book. <laughs> I saw oh yeah, no, look, and there you go, guys. I've never read all the Lord of the Rings. I've never read those books except The Hobbit and the beginning of Fellowship. So okay. this is me as a viewer of that, being heartfelt, taken into it, exposed to it for what that format was. Saw the animated stuff when I was a kid, but never really read those books and fell in love with that thing. And I'm well, seeing when, a lot of that right now. Only it wasn't long enough. That's when when when, uh, when Two Towers came out, I just got out of high school. I was working at the movie theaters then, and I saw I saw oh, wow. Two Towers. I saw Two Towers three times. But at the same time, I was re- I was listening uh, to all the Dark Tower books. So I was 17 oh, when, I, wow. when I when I listened to all those books. And then, yeah, you know, I, I don't have, you know, Swega, um I think, I think, even though we're 
we're all different ages here, and that we we start reading these books. I think we start reading, we start listening and reading the books, man, like around the same like time, like same age. So I mean, you were young right, reading that, that stuff yeah. when it first came out. I was young, and they were already out, but I was pretty young. Not all, I, don't, I think they were all out at that time, but I was still young listening to all those fucking things. They're fresh to me. So when we got this, we started getting fucking. All this stuff about, you know, Javier Bardem's going to be in this, Ron Howard's going to do this thing, and all this stuff. I, yeah. I, was, I was jazzed. I was like, oh, my God. This oh, is like... Crazy. Uh, uh, this is like somebody up there... The, plan, the plans for the plans for it were very ambitious, dude. They were. And, they and were, ahead of its time, by the way. And ahead of its time, by the way. Oh, it was ahead of its time. Yeah. You know, I, you know like, we, like me yeah. and you have, man. Like, I've always envisioned going to the theater and seeing a fucking... Uh, uh, just for instance, a fucking his Dark Tower 2, the drawing of the three. Poster on the fucking, like, marquee. I'm like, oh, man, one day I'm going to see that, and it's going to be fucking amazing. So this thing meant a lot to me, and it meant a lot to you. And, you know, we'll get it, we're going to get into the movie and shit, but I mean, you know, this is, this is what I wanted, I wanted to be Lord of the Rings. I wanted to be Star Wars, an, an epic journey. And, because that's what it is. I mean, King is a huge, yeah. Uh, uh, Tolkien fan, and, and if somebody reads the Dark Tower, they gotta they're gonna realize that yeah, the fucking shit between Blaine and and the and the Quartet is buried very much between Bilbo and Schmeagol. Uh, they're they're doing fucking riddles, man. It's the same shit. I mean, even that even that river joke, that river riddle, is something that fucking Bilbo yep. g- gives to Schmeagol, man. So. Well, you know, you know the the uh, uh, what's really interesting is uh, I'm going to get a hold of it. Uh, I don't care. You know, at some point here, uh, the art of the Dark Tower book uh, really goes into when it was beginning to like you know J.J. Abrams bought it for nineteen dollars the rights and tried to yeah. couldn't figure it out and the whole journey of that. But what's really interesting was an, uh, this guy was talking about an early draft. Now this is really cool. I thought would have been cool. I think they could have pulled it off if they did it, you know, properly. But the early draft, one of the early drafts anyway, there were a bunch of drafts, but like 10 years ago was, we're going to start with straight up the bear in the woods, the giant yeah. bear with the fuck. They're gonna, they were going to start with book three. And <laughs> with, with, with bring, it, bring, it, bring everybody in, just crash land right into that, do exposition and everything. Yeah, and, that, and they were like, the studios were all scared. They were like, whoa, we can't just start with this giant robotic bear. I think that would have been very good. Because I think three is the most, like, family, sort of, uh, 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 fantasy, family, hobbity, like, book to begin with. Because at that point, everything is established. You could go back and do exposition. Howard's dream was to do the movie, do a miniseries, do a movie, do a miniseries, and do the final movie. Yeah. Way ambitious and way bigger before its time. Now that is really cool. And now that, regardless, like I just saw, like they're saying, like it's number one at the box office, but it's it made nineteen point one million dollars, which I think which is, is really a, funny and ironic. Pretty good. Really cool. I think you know, it's, that's pretty cool sure. for a modest budget. It's not been released overseas yet. And what's interesting is that it is greenlight. The fucking series is happening. So. This could become where almost the series becomes better than what the movie was. And I think it's going to be a slow burn for this thing, but, you know, yeah, I wanted the rated R, you know, 
Oh, so did I. The version. I think they could have went rated R with it. They really should have, but that's okay. It's what this is. And anyway, so we'll, we'll go further. I'm sorry, guys. I had this. Before I forget. I'll forget. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> I tell you. That will be uh, great. That Losers, that Losers Club episode, will he... Um, yeah. yeah they, they, they turned it around a little bit, because I was angry at those guys. But no, 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 not just that, but like, what you're talking about, which was like basically bringing Jake in through a portal on mm-hmm. uh, J- uh, on Eddie, uh, Susanna, and Roland fighting Shadow. It would have been insane. Like, yeah. just coming in like, whoa, this is amazing. Like, I can envision it. I can really envision it. Like, it would have been, it would have been awesome. But they got scared. They had no balls. Yep. And no they balls. Fucking, they, and they, they cut the balls off the director. They cut the balls he, off the director. He loves this material. He, he loves the material, dude. I don't know. I, some people have tried to be shitty about that guy, and I'm like, no. I've seen interviews when he was starting this thing. He knows the material. He loves the material. Um, it's the studio that got scared uh, and hacked it up, and they showed the screenings early that way. the movie was a little longer, and people didn't understand, so they reshot. Like, the reshoots were with his father and everything. That, that was like, let's go do that, because people were saying, you know, the... That we don't understand why they, why why he hates him so much. So they had to give a reason. Yeah, I and so they did the father scene with his father, which I thought I thought was a really good scene. I thought that scene was fucked up, dude. Yeah, and yet um, one of the things that kills me about this though, Tony wants to make a building movie that doesn't have anything to do with Spider Man or doesn't have Spider Man in it, but then they'll right. do the origin, and they're gonna make they're gonna probably spend a shit ton on that. Why not love this project? You know what I'm saying? Well, well, because that project, that's the safe project. That project, people, oh, people no. do do love Venom, and they know. He yeah, uh, but a shitty Venom film won't make you well, the money you think you're gonna make. Just like a Silver Sable and uh, Black Cat movie that you're supposed to be making. Yeah, those I think you're. Gonna, I think Spider-Man's gonna those show up in those movies, even if it's yeah, for those, those a, a hot minute. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And they make they make this. Yeah. Sony made, didn't Sony do Ghost in the Shell? That's, that's a Sony movie, right? No, that was Paramount. That was Paramount. That's who? Paramount. Paramount, okay. Paramount yeah. Um, you know, and there and there's a perfect example. The Dark Tower, which had a modest 60, well, now with the reshoots, it was 66 million budget, which is nothing, much like the original X-Men movie. And we'll get into that, too, because I have a theory on all that. Or what, it, what it reminds me of, but Ghost in the Shell was what a hundred and fifty, two hundred million dollar movie, and it made seventeen million when it came it, out, and that's it, terrible. It bombed. Sad. It bad. You know. It, 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 the weird thing is, oh. though, that with that Ghost in the Shell shit, it's like Ghost in the Shell, the move, the live action movie, is like a beat for beat. I mean, me and Corey talked about this, but it's like a beat for beat remake of the enemy. It's, it's crazy how much it's it, it really bows down the anime and they fucking held true to that and they made the fucking yeah. anime it's crazy how much it's just like that. the origin yeah changing our origin, yeah. origin story a little bit but you know yeah yeah a little bit they did yeah but i mean for the most part it's really close besides yeah, the only thing I'm, yeah. The only thing I, I'm gonna I watch it guys it. i mean corny uh was awesome and gave me the code and i i uh i haven't put it in yet but uh, uh i love because, you know, of course, there you go with fucking critics, shit on everything, let me fucking whatever. You guys who are fans of this stuff, the original stuff, and know, know what's going on there, you were like, straight up, it's, like, it's a visual feast. Like, it is, check yeah. out. 
when I can't I mean, wait to see that live. The story was good, though. It was. It's not like they shit on the story at all, but, you know. They didn't. I don't even I don't even understand all these times I've watched that film. I can say this and be honest with myself about it and tell you guys that I do not dude, I've watched that animated movie, that first one, like a million times. I've seen it a million times. At some point I get lost in it and just go, I don't know what's going on, but it's pretty fucking cool. But that's, I should, <laughs> but that's what I should it's pay all attention. But that's what that's me, dude. So. <laughs> no, that's a, I, I agree. The, the, the anime is a you visual know? piece. The anime is a visual piece. I mean, they they really they put a um, not a quite of a uh, confusing plot to it. It's, a, it's got a little bit of complications here and there, but for the most part, it's pretty straight through. And right. the only problem I have with the anime, the live action movie, for real, is the ending. The ending is completely different than the anime. That's fine, whatever. Yeah. But yeah. And I'm telling you, I've watched the anime since 90s, whenever. And I couldn't tell you for the life of me what the ending was of that, of that film. I remember she, she, she gets into a little girl's body, and it's really weird. And, and the one guy with the weird glasses, somehow, you know, he thought, that, that's where I'm at with it. So, you know, I don't know. He's like, hey, uh, you know, you're okay. You're, you've been reassigned or whatever. I don't even know. This is so, the last. This is the last thing I'll say about this because we get back on Dark Tower. But I will say, oh yeah, we're, talking right. about, we're, talking, we're talking about producers having no balls. They had no balls with the ending to the anime yep. for the live action because there's no balls there because the anime for the most part is a downer ending. So they have to. They, yeah. they want to. They didn't want to do this for the live action, right, Corny? They just changed. They like, they made it a happy, quote unquote, happier ending, and they can keep. Yeah, the yeah Hansen, setting up for C. Setting yeah. it up for sequels or whatever. Yeah. yeah. But I kind of thought that that was a cross between the um, standalone complex series and the um, original anime. Sure. Because sure. in um, standalone complex, you have that scene that, you know, that, that, that's all of them working together and everything. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I kind of thought it was interesting that they were involved a little bit more um, than how it was in the original anime. Yeah, most of those characters came up. Well, I got a a question for you, Corny, because I'm interested to hear what you say about it. But like, how did you feel about uh, McConaughey playing Walter or Man Black? I loved him. You loved it, okay? Yeah, he was cool and calculated. You know, (laughs) because for me, for me, McConaughey is the weakest link for this movie. That's just for me, at least. Not, but not as not as fault. Not his fault. No, don't get me wrong, but I mean, they, yeah. just, the way, just the whole, like, they, they put him in a sun, like a sun booth for a while and canned him up real dark. They fucking, they, they did some weird shit with his hair. There's some stuff in there. I just well, the hair, the hair, see, the hair, the hair for me evoked, uh, his hair, uh, stood up like the feathers of a raven. And, uh, I thought it was, I, I, I felt that. I felt the flag reference. They're not going to say that, but. In Wastelands, it's, you know, well, Corny has not gotten there yet, but there's a moment, and you'll know, Corny, when you get there, you go, oh, okay, so. I'm also not a big fan of, like, he has, like, the like he has like force powers in this movie, and I, I don't care for that too much either, so. The Sorcerer. I know, but it just. There's a the difference between the. There's a difference. The, the, the power that he has in the book. Just feels so much more ingrained. Like it feels down to earth compared to what we see in this movie. He's so well, much you, more. Yeah, the, 
Go ahead. No time. That's the problem, Jeremy, and that's exactly totally agree with you. Where I'm like, oh boy, you you you, you know you, you played it safe, uh, and clearly the studio did this, set it up. Uh, yeah, we're spoiling. We're going to talk about this film, everyone out there. So if you haven't put, watched I'll the movie, um, we're talking about the fucking movie, okay? I'll put a spoiler um, out. But, because I don't even know, because like, Nate's not going to get to listen to it. We'll tell him, spoiler, because he hasn't seen the film yet. But they they definitely, Hold on, once like I said, there, there were moments with McConaughey where I'm like, oh, my God, if they, if, that was cool. That was fucked up. He he shows how fucked up he is. Like you know, there are moments. Die. There are moments. Die. Stop. And you, and you die. Yeah. yeah. And that's some terrifying shit. And like it, like I was pointing out, like when his mother, when Jake's mother, they deal with the situation with Jake's mom. When you have like a basically a hand finger dipped in fucking human fucking remains of their ashes, and you draw a picture with that on the wall, that's some dark shit. But they fucking neutered it. They neutered it. The best scene with him and McConaughey. The best thing with McConaughey for me was the, was the gunshot scene. Was the what? The well, the gunshot scene with Roland, where he's fucking with Roland, and he's like, "I can't leave you alone, Walter." And he's fucking. You remember? And he's just going through, like, just showing up and just fucking with his head. And he's right there, and he's telling him all this stuff. And I, you know, I have to see it again. But there was so much he was saying to him. I that, agree, man. That was that, only touched upon. That's the best. That's one of the best parts of the flick is when he's talking, and it's so good. They need more. They need more of that uh, because that's what Roland goes through on a day-to-day fucking basis, man. In the book, he's always being right. But in the book, he, yeah, he, you know what's funny though, too. Like you know, interesting anyway. Uh, in the book, um, yeah, he's you know, he gets to him in the last book, but. We don't really oh, yeah. see anything <laughs> until the end of the third book, right? There's something that happens, and then Wizard and Glass a little, and then we don't see him again until the end of the series. And 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 um, you know, and what that is. So we won't you know spoil that for people. But no, no. Um, there's not much of him, and uh, this kind of there wasn't much of him, but like there were moments where it was really fucking like. You know, a new version, a new style, a new story of the battle between those two. You know, because nothing is explained. Yeah. Nothing is explained enough. Uh, and and uh, that was the thing. I was, like I said, that's the thing I was seeing with people that, that really enjoyed it, but they wanted more. And the people that, like, no one is, no one, I mean, other than the diehard fans, I've seen bastardization, and they, they fucking watered it down, and it's shit, and it's fucking this and that, and that makes me laugh, but... The, the reviews that I find uh, very interesting, because I've been kind of going through them through the weekend, are people saying things like they have not read the books, and they'll usually have someone that has, and that's cool, and says, let me explain, this is what, you know, whatever. But the people that haven't read those books, they're just like, is this history, and what's the deal with these characters, and, you know, you know, and, and like, it just wasn't explained, and that's where the problem lies with the film. But the film, for me, is enjoyable. I want to see it again because I really want to decompress it and really watch it. Because I was in a trance, guys. I, I'm going to tell you, there were, there were, I got into about the middle of the film, and I was so like trying to just absorb everything. Oh, so that, right, man. At the end, I was like, 
Oh, and I told you, Jeremy, and I think I told you, Corny, uh, on the phone. I'm with a buddy of mine who I turned on to these books, and I've known him since he was 12. He looked at me, because he, he kept slapping me in the movie when something was <laughs> said, right? Something Roland had said, or especially like the fish out of water stuff. He just kept slapping me on my shoulder. Yeah. Dude, dude, dude. I'm like, I know, I know. And then I, would, then I would zone out. But there were moments with William... And he only read the original, the first book, the true version, the original version, anyway. Um, and William just would, like, occasionally tap me and look over at me, and he's just giving the Miyagi look. So I was zoning out, dude. I got these two guys on the side, on each side of me, right? My son and a guy I've known since he was 12. They used to hang out with us, and now he works with us, and he's a supervisor and everything. And he's like, we're going. I'm going with you. I don't care. I'm like, all right. And yeah. he way, fucking loved it. What, what's that? It was the same way with me. I guess I was on the phone. I was like, I was, I got in there. The movie started. I was in a zone for the for that that hour yeah, and a half. I was like, I was like, and when it when the credits hit, I was like, wow, that's. <laughs> I got to really, really absorb and think about this shit because I'm like. Yeah, you were fucked up, right? Were you like, if you walk out, you're like, ugh. <laughs> I was like, I was like, what the fuck, what the fuck is this, guys? I'm fucking, I'm out. Yeah, exactly. What's going on here? You know, but I will say. My brain was fucking just defiling me. It was, it was betraying me. It was saying, you hate this. And then I was like, no, you love that. Same here. And then it was going, this isn't right. And then it was going, oh, that was, that was fucking awesome. <laughs> And I was really having an internal battle with it. And um, I I just was like, this is what this format is for this. And I was able to fucking like, calm down. Cause I, had, like, I was telling Jeremy, I said, dude, you're going to get frustrated. Remember, Jeremy, when I, I saw did. it? I, I did talk? get frustrated. I did. And I was like, you're going to get frustrated. But you're gonna, you know, I'm like, you're gonna, you're gonna be okay with some things, and and like, it's just gonna, it's just, you know, whatever. So, I'm sorry, guys. I, I will now, like I told you, I was gonna be reserved, and I get fucking psycho tonight. Well, I will say, I will ask uh, Corny, Corny, what did you think of the, um, what did you think, what did you think of the Midwolf stuff? I thought it was real neat. Yeah, I thought it was real neat. The, 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 um, is that it? Is that it? Oh, keep going. Sorry. You there? Uh, okay. I, I, okay. I, hello. Yeah, we're here. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just thought. I just um. I just really appreciated how how you read through the um to the original Dark Tower. I mean the Gunslinger and um everything was like yeah. a wasteland, but they would say like some you know like a what was it like sixty four uh I mean seventy six um well what's the gas station. Oh, I know uh, was, golf? Yeah. yeah, it was that golf, yeah, it was that golf, uh, gas station there, and, you know, I, I could just imagine at one point in the past, that world was pretty much like ours or whatever. Yeah, yeah very similar. Yeah, it, they had that technology or whatever, and, you know, and that was all in ruins, and, I, I, oh, the, the, the amusement park scene was really cool, I thought yeah, that was, yeah, like, everyone was, like, oh, kind of, like, glossing over that, and I'm like, no, that's, that's. Jake tells him, he's like, it's an amusement park, dude. Like, I've been here. And he's like, how old, how how way in the future to the left of the multiverse is Midworld, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. 
And Courtney, I'll tell you, I will tell you, you need to read those books and get to seven. And seven, I think, for me, I don't know where Slate got going to land on this, but I think in seven explains mm. all that shit. Explains ancient okay. relics. Yes. Explains why the technology is like it is there and how it's so sparse and how it's run down. But it explains it in number seven for the most part. But I will say that Midworld stuff to me, that, mid, that Midworld stuff was fucking awesome. Love yeah. that. Oh, and those are real places. I mean, they shot those in South Africa and in certain areas. Yeah, of course, the background with the, <laughs> there's no two moons, but well, the, the everything else was real. The two moons, the mountains that they were standing on, all that. The, I love the, the the dust tornadoes. I love all that stuff. It was awesome. And and those dust tornadoes were real. I just found this. I just heard this like from the guy talking about it from reading yeah. the art book. Me too. That the, the kids oh, they showed up. Yeah. They're real. They were they were they were fucking real. I thought right. they were finnies, right, Jeremy? We won't, yep. we won't tell Corny what that means, but yep. um, but they kind of said that they were. Like if you yeah. look at the soundtrack, it says a finny on it or whatever. And but those are real. That kid was like, "What the fuck? You know, did I get myself into?" The kid was, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, Tom Holland. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Now, I will. I will make. I will say this. You know, uh, Corny. I'm not sure if uh, you're, you haven't got to the point yet to, to realize this sort of nod. But uh, me and Slay got it real quick. And the people that have read the book will get it as well. Nate, if you listen to this eventually, you'll get it. But that opening of the credits, the beginning where it says the Tet Corporation, was a great nod, and it warmed my heart to see that shit. For real. I, Which, I, I, I came from the book. So I, I thought that was real neat. It's really. Cool. I, Enlighten me, guys. Which part are we talking about in the beginning? What happened? When the producer says something, it's like Sony, but before it says, after it says Sony, it says the Tet Corporation. The Tet Corporation. Okay, yes, yes, exactly. That was really fucking cool. Very fucking cool. And then you will get there, Corny. Don't worry. You'll get there, buddy. That's all we'll say. That's all we'll say. But, um,. You're gonna look. Corny's gonna love. I think book five, like a lot. You know, I think book five, which I won't go into and, and ruin or say, but it is as like weird and outwardly as book three is. Okay. Uh, yes. But even exactly. more. Even more though. Like holy shit. Oh, yeah. Like you when, when I read it, um, when I read it the first time. You, there's, a, there's a part of you that has to sort of put certain things to the side because there's a part where it gets sort of yeah. um, it gets sort of heady and uh, King starts to bring in some I don't know I guess say some other um, uh, 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 new dialogue uh, new, new dialogue that, well, that, that he created dialogue, yeah. dialogue, but it's also fran- different sort of franchises. That he brings into it to really help you realize. Oh, oh yeah, we can't even say. Corny is no. going to lose. Oh, goddamn, goddamn. I'm told about yes. the um, about the uh, what's the sneak, uh, sneak or whatever that comes from. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, cool. Yeah. But here, I'll just say this because I don't give a fuck. I'm not going to say. I'm not going to ruin it. I'm just going to say this. Don't ruin it. Don't ruin it. No, no, no. A description of of a certain something that happens, but just try to imagine robotic. Werewolf-looking, matched with a sort of Doctor Doom physique and costume, with uh, sneakers that you throw at, hum- at people as human heat seeker bombs uh, with lightsabers. And I'll just yeah. say that, and I'll shut the fuck up. 
You know, you know what that really reminds me of, dude? You know, thinking about That's it, it more, more lately, the, the wolves, the wolves really remind me of the whole, the whole Atkin piece when they have the war in Kala. It reminds yeah. me, it reminds me of the fucking 13th Warrior. It reminds me of the Eaters of the Dead. That's what it reminds me of. I've never said, I've never seen it. And uh, you guys have talked about it. And uh, I have got to check that. That's fucking, I'll be it on Voodoo. I know it's got to be there. So let me explain it then real fast. Corny, I don't know if you've seen Third Warrior. I think you have though, but yeah, it's been a couple of years. Boys. And, um, and but the book, the book was called Eaters of the Dead, right? Eaters of the Dead. That's, that's the, the, the movie was called Eaters okay. of the Dead until it, until they, um, made it like a January premiere or whatever. Sure. I mean, oh, it was in January or whatever. Eaters of the, the, the Dead. dead. These are the better title, either way. But anyways, what I'm going to say is that um, this small village has certain figures come to the village and attack them, and uh, they find, they think they're bears. They think they're like uh, humanoid bears, right? In the book and in the movie, but what they find out eventually is that they're humans dressed like bears. Yeah. And and, and Wolves of Akala, the fifth book. They think they think this one thing, but then when you find when they get up close and you see some bodies, it's, it's a completely you know different fucking thing. It's insane. It goes so much deeper, <laughs> deeper than that, man. It's oh yeah, awesome. That chills right now thinking about and J- it. And Jake and and Jake and Eddie like like Eddie looks at Jake and says something to him and he's like, "What does this remind you of?" Yes. Um. All right. I want to ask Corny. Uh, Corny, what do you? Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to ruin it. Boy, what did you think of um, uh, the action? There's not very much of it, but there's some pretty sweet action for me, at least. Like the last. When he was an addicted thing, it was on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, that, that last set piece is probably one of the best. The, the, you're talking about the attack, the finally going in there, on the dick and, and nobody. It's it's all out. Um, that that was it. They were like, "Here, we're gonna do tall, but we're gonna do it with this." Yeah. You know Because we don't want to kill women and children. What's that? I'm sorry, guys. I mean, we're we're all we're all excited jumping over each other. But play off what it reminds me of that scene. Yeah. I think it's in. Um, I'm not sure it's in. Uh, it's in number two. I think it's in uh, drawing number three with him and with him and Eddie, and Eddie's naked. And he says, "In a, the, oh, it's in the an mob. Al- it's in an area with Baptist <laughs> Mountain Star and shit." And it's that scene where it's like it's like narrated, and it says, um, "They went to hmm. their war." And I was like, "That <laughs> yeah, was yeah. this fucking scene." They're, they're going to the fucking. That they're it. going to a fucking war, man. <laughs> I loved it. Killing so bitches. Left and right, like Roland would uh, if they were thrown in that situation. Uh, he's like, and he's got ammo. I mean, like I said, even though it's different, the gunshot scene is very reminiscent in the of, of the drama three, where he just yeah. fucking never. He almost freaked out when he woke and walked in that door and was like, ah! ammo, you know, guns. Fucking, he, he was like, he's never seen anything like that in so long, you know, and God knows how long it's been since he's seen, yeah. you know, ammunition, you know. The Morsopedia. That was great. The Morsopedia, yeah. Remember, he tells the sort of like, you know, I wish it would have been, I wish it would have had the balls to do 
where these cops, maybe the cops were just like, you know, going, you know, freaking out a little bit or whatever. And then, the, cause like a joke is where he looks at the cops and he goes, these guys have forgotten the face of their fathers. Yep. They're, you know, they're, they're gunslingers, no less. They're, no you know, less. whatever. Uh, we didn't get it, but we did get the a little nod where he's kind of looks at the hooker kind of girls or the sort of whatever. Like, You've forgotten the faces of your fathers. <laughs> I loved it. I loved it was that. a really good little, because he's so serious. He's and he so plays serious. it really well uh, uh, with what he has to work with. And, and it just nailed it, dude. I don't give a fuck, dude. He's just like in the hospital, the whole hospital bit. Because, of course, in the trailer, it just cuts around. You don't know what's going on. He just thought, yeah. I'm a badass. He's like, no, that's not what he said. That's what's great is you get to finally see what's going on there. And he says, uh, you know, was it, I, I, you know, I, hear, I heal faster than most I'm, or whatever. I'm, strong, I'm stronger and, than most men. That's what he said. I'm, I'm stronger than most. Yeah. And then he's kind of like, Jake tells him, you know, you can't walk into the hospital with your guns. He's putting them in a bag and shit. <laughs> and I love that he walks out of the hospital and he's like, where are my guns? <laughs> but he, yeah. he, he gives her a silver coin and he's like thank you for your services where are my guns now give, give me my one, guns yeah. or bring me my guns or whatever he says <laughs> where are my guns we're like we're like good it's, stuff cause that's it like, those are my guns I mean don't even fuck with me yeah you know and I love that. Um, um, I love a good mo- I love when a movie can cause we've all seen the fish out of water thing before we've all seen right. it but when somebody can do it right it, it can be yeah. amazing. And I think it, when it works. It, it does work. And it could have been. Yeah, man. It just, we all talk, we're all going to say it several times this episode that we could have used more of it. I could have used more of him in New York. It would have been amazing. Well, yeah. No, yeah. I, I yeah. think things yeah. were more, there was more, and the studios chopped it up. But what we got and was really good. Because <laughs> Idris, yeah. Idris and Tom Tolan are. They're perfect for you. They're perfect with each other. They're, they're a perfect uh, team. Oh my god! I mean, I mean, the scene where he grabs him, and, because that was like that was my big thing. Like I had three points of things. I knew what I was in for. I'm like, they're gonna water this down. I mean, that's just what it's gonna be. There's nothing you can do about it. I knew this, and I'm going. But three things better work, and and, and there were two that really had to work for me. Where I was like, if this doesn't work, then it really you lost me, and that's really a, a sad situation. And for me, it was, can Idris Elba make me believe that he is rolling this chain? Because I have a different, uh, you know, way that I think about that character and have since I was 14 years old. If he can pull that off, and if this kid actor sucks, like, because most of them do, it's really, and it's not their fault, there's kids, you know, I mean, like, if he has a connection with Roland that I believe, I thought they were going to kill Jake in this. Dude. I thought so he did. Right. So did I. And I, I loved the twist of that, okay, because that's not what happened. Because when they were talking about the series, I'm like, and they're saying that him and the, and, and, uh, the Tom Holland was going to come back, and I'm going, well, how are they going to do that? Because this kid's going to grow up really fast. And I saw him the other day next to Idris, and he's almost as tall as Idris already. Whoa. He grew up that fast. Yeah. Um, how are they going to say that? Because, you know, we hadn't seen the movie yet, and you don't know what's going to happen. But now, yes, that makes sense, because he could be hanging out with Jake in Midworld and tell the story of what happened to him in his past, because it doesn't matter how old Jake is. Jake can actually age in this version. He should age. You know, he's, he's, 
He should age, you know, and, and, and all of that. And it's a different, it's going to be a different story, like, on those levels. But, sadly, the only, the only but when, when he grabbed, when he grabbed, remember when he, you know, the kid really emoted, man. When he was crying and his mother was dead and realizing with horror that it happened, yeah. it just grabbed, grabbed him and he says, come here. And he grabs him and holds him and hugs him and picks him it. up and gets him the fuck out of that place. And, like, that was really a powerful moment for me with those two. I was like, I mean, the, you know, the Creed is great, but um, that, scene, that, that, was, scene that was the moment where they, it, it seemed real. Anyway, I'll shut up. I'm sorry. That scene, that scene between him and that scene yeah. is really great. And then the scene with him at the end with uh, Hot Dogs is also really great. That's a really Oh, great. oh yeah, that's great. No, okay, come on. Yeah. The Hot Dog yeah. scene is fucking... Really connected <laughs> scenes though between those guys. I mean that's that's good. That's really yeah. good shit. I mean, it's really good. What, what breed problem, is this? What I breed of dog is this? Savages. Dude, savages. The only problem I have with the Rollins in this movie, I think I've talked to you about it before too. The only problem I have with them is that scene where he like. Brings Jake to the that cliff edge. He's gonna throw him off. Yeah, the cliff. yeah, I know. I, like, I, I don't like that part at all. Not, you, you know what though? I thought about it. I remember we talked about it, and I really had time to like let it get. I didn't go see it again. I was gonna go see it again uh, today if I could, but I had so much shit to do. I'm like, get your shit done. It's still gonna be out for at least a week or two, and I'm gonna go back and watch it. I, I needed. To, and what's weird is more things were coming to me as I got away further away from it, and I was able to kind of let it decompress for me. Um, that scene, I think there were there was more between that scene because there was, there was that scene, and then like all of a sudden the next scene is kind of like he's like, oh, I like your drawings, and there had to be something else there. But what I feel with that was like it's trying it's trying to show you on film Roland's like black heart. And that uh, he doesn't give a fuck about anything, uh, what you have to say or just, you know. And like we talked about the other night, because in Gunslinger, he's just delirious because he's been in a desert. He almost died you know, when he first meets Jake, and he's like, you know, he's pointing his gun at him, and he's like, "You're covered, you're covered." And Jake, you know, and he just fell, he fell over basically, and Jake, you know, took him into the barn and and, and, and took care of him. Um, yeah. Trying to cram all these things in there, and like I said, it almost becomes incoherent. And you have to, as a fan, you either accept it or just fucking hate the thing. I get, I, and I get that the fans that hate it, I get where their heads are at. So like you fucking turned it into divergent because they oh. flipped the script. The man of oh. black is chasing them in this, okay? Yeah, no, and no. Uh, in the original, it's the gunslingers chasing the man of black, and they flipped it around, dude. They flipped the script on everybody, and everybody's head. Is exploding right now, and they, they, they hate it, or they are going to let's see what you do next. I will say this too. I will say that I don't hate this movie. I don't dislike this movie. I like this no, movie. no, it's okay. You're like okay, you know, let's see what you're going to do next. It's it, it's yeah, exactly. It's a medium to where we're like, okay, I'm ready for what's happening next, and honestly, you're not ready to bury. It. You're not ready to get the Blu-ray and go fuck this thing. Step on it like ten times, bury it. No. It never existed. It doesn't exist. You're like, no. If you fucking blow this up, we got we got something special here. Yeah, visual. I'm not gonna throw it in the microwave and watch a later show. I want to see this. I want to see this fucking. Uh, I want to see this happen because it means a lot to me. And um, 
this movie is I was expecting to be on the fence and yeah, right. I'm still I'm still on the fence, but I also I'm glad I'm not in the hate place. And I'm not in the place where I'm like... No, I'm, I'm glad you're not either. Because you were... <laughs> I was like, uh, Jeremy. I watched it and I'm going, I'm a lot, lot more forgiving than a lot of people. And like, because I know CDR is going to be like, fuck you, that is garbage. And I never want to ever know that it ever existed type of thing. And I, and I get where it's at. I get, <laughs> I get where he's coming from. I get where he's coming from. Yeah. But I separate that this is only a movie. Like I was telling you guys the other night privately. Just repeat yourself. This is only a movie. This is only a movie. Because it is. It's, it's a visual medium. It's a different take on it. Just like the comics. I, you know, the comics you may not agree with because the comics start out and it's just chronological order. After seven or ten, it's actually ten years now, they finally got the Wasteland. Finally. Yeah. Okay? And, and I'm going, God, I mean, I like the way the, the books are, the comics are a visual medium. It looks amazing. Jay Lee is amazing. And that's another, it's a, guys, you have to realize we have all, we're starting to get this sort of expanded medium of the, there'll be a video game where you'd be like, well, you know, I want to get the video game. And I'd be like, I don't play video games, but that's cool for the gamers. Could you imagine a, a Dark Tower video game? I would love it. And you get to be Roland, or you get to be like anybody, any character. You can build your character, you know, and, and do it almost like the DC Online thing, but you make It'd it a like, Dark Tower universe. And that would be an, it would be an MMA. It would be a fucking, uh, or whatever it's called. Uh, fucking, it's, a, it's, a, it's a fucking RPG, man. It would be an RPG, for sure. Oh, World of Warcraft. Totally. Yeah. But, like, do I need to see. A Saturday morning cartoon about, like, you know, remember when they did, like, Rambo? Yeah, I'm yeah. like, that's fuck, fuck that. <laughs> when I was a kid, it was cool. It was like, Rando, Rambo, the force of freedom. And I'm like, yeah, but he kills motherfuckers and blows heads off in the fucking movies. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I don't need, a, like, a, I don't need, like, a, you know, watered-down cartoon of the Dark Tower unless it's a rated-R animated, you know, I take a rated-R animated, you know, that when they were doing that for a little while where they had, like, you know, with Vin Diesel and they did the, uh, uh, oh Dark God! Fury. What was the movie with the trilogy? Dark Fury. Yeah, but like that was cool. Which is which is really good. I would take a Dark Tower feature like that, like a little half hour, of like a you know cartoon vignette or whatever, or even or vignette uh, or whatever. But uh, even the highlighter, you know, but don't don't insult my intelligence either. You know, don't. don't. <laughs> the, high, the Highlander anime is really good too. It's very original. Oh, yeah. yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah, that. Story, story wise, it was pretty good, but it kind of it was uh, drawn by the same people that did uh, Wildcat. You remember yeah. that? Oh no! Yeah, oh yeah. It's yeah. Wildcat. A watered down yeah. version of Wildcat. Yeah. And you know, guys, like my whole theory, and uh, I've been sticking with this one because it really, I really thought about this one, and it's my own well, thing. It's not even let's like get in, let's get into this then. Okay. Okay, go ahead, buddy. Go ahead, go ahead. I'm, I'm ready for you to get into this next one. Oh, oh, you are, okay? Okay, so for me. It's very much like, and I'm not comparing the films as like they're the same thing, because it's not. But in essence, what it is for me was like, I, I, I sat there and I remember, I'll never forget when X-Men came out. And it and I, and the year before, I had been just, just like this movie, and the internet was still kind of young, and you kind of got, like, it was different, but you were able to get news. I mean, Ian McKellen, like emailed me back at this point and was like, I can't wait for you to see Magneto, you know, and I was telling him how awesome he was in the keep. That's how far I went back, okay? 
Oh, wow. And he was awesome. Yeah, and, and yeah, it was really cool. And like the X Men movie, I was just anticipating. And then like they showed like a a photo of them standing there, just a you know, typical, just them in costume, no, no poses, nothing from the film. And I was like, well, that's weird. But they were all dressed in black and the whole thing. No effects, yeah. no nothing. Yeah. Didn't know who Hugh Jackman was from Adam. It was originally supposed to be Duke Ray Scott. He got hurt on Mission Impossible 2 and missed his opportunity to play Logan. Wow. Hugh Jackman, Brian Singer finds him, tells him, do not read the comics. He was going, he wanted to just like start reading some of the stuff and just get like a feel for it. He told him, go with the script. So I got in this argument with this guy on one of the groups. I had to get off the group. I was so angry at the guy. So he's like, <laughs> they didn't read the material. Then they're pieces of shit. And I'm like, it's eight, it's seven. I don't like to say when through the keel is an ace book. It is a dark tower story, but it, but it, but it, but it definitely is the first seven books. I'm like, so they get cast. Uh, you don't realize these guys are doing multiple projects at once, right? And they're just, is the script good enough? If the script is good enough, they can draw from it and they can, like Idris was saying, like Matthew McConaughey, you know, text, you know, like email to Stephen King and was like, Give me something because he was. I want. I need something from him that I can, you know, make my own. You know, and King. I got her emailed him and was like, "Yeah, check." Really cool. Um, but he didn't have time to. They didn't have time to read all the material, all the eight books and the fucking comics and the. Here he come. So my point is, I felt that this was like much like X Men. The original X Men film was really not a long film either. I guarantee it wasn't like a two and a half hour movie. I know it wasn't. It's pretty cool. Um, the original? Mm-hmm. I, 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 I don't think so. But I think X2 was expanded, and they were able to fucking do it. X-Men no, 1 talking about the was like, let's, let's, let's go ahead. Yeah, let's go ahead and, like, give this guy, a, and he gave Brian Singer $55 million to make X-Men. And they were like, good luck. Um, I hope you can make something. We're, we're not taking the chance on this source material because people don't know these characters because the mainstream people had no clue who the fucking X-Men were. They knew the cartoon movie in the 90s, but that was about it. And they fucked up because they made a lot of money. Yes. Um, it, uh, they fucked up. Well, hold, hold up. Hold up. Man. What are you talking about? They fucked up. What do you, what do you mean? No, the producers fucked up. Because Not, they, said, they said, hey, take this fucking money. No one, nobody knows who the fuck this is or this material is about. Right. And they make this fucking shitty fucking huh? movie or whatever. And they fucked up because it made like right. plenty of fucking money. It's made like fucking five sequels. So they fucked up. Right. But, but here's my point. Here's my fucking yeah, point. point. They, 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 they have this little, uh, you know, uh, sort of kind of like cool little movie. And uh, for the first time, I get to see Wolverine live action come to life. Papa Claus. He never freaks out. He never. I mean, he does, but he never. He never goes berserk. Like we know this and all these things. But the movie did enough to where it garnered X two, which was a yeah. pretty fucking cool movie. Okay, and uh, you know whatever with the sequels or whatever. But I mean, I I like First Class. I like King of the Future Past, and that and that's it. The, those three. I would say. I would say X Men one, two. You know. First class and, and, and days of for what they are. Then we had, then we got Logan. Um, we well, did it right. That's what, that that's what this was. That's what this was. This was a condensed twenty five. It was a time X Men. I there was twenty five to thirty years of 
of, of source material. Sure. And they had to make one movie from that stuff. What do we do? We have to write an original script. We can't, like, just start with it. Because we're not adapting any one particular thing. And you know what, dude? Regardless of what you thought about it or whatever, I'll never forget seeing that film that night. I was really happy just that it was pretty cool. And I brought my friends who knew I loved Wolverine, but had no idea. They never read the comics. They were with me. They they all looked at me and were like, I'm like, what did you guys think? Because I didn't know. I'm like, I don't know. You know, and they were like, we fucking, they fucking loved it. So, you know, the Dark Tower is like this. We have literally 40 years plus of source material. All right? Yes. Yes. We have to make, we have to make one movie and then we're going to make it like an hour and a half. Good luck. Yeah. And they did something because, uh, making 20 million, I guess, I guess 1408 is like the most successful Stephen King movie. I, I, I was looking at I, I had no I heard idea. I today. It's great. I didn't know, I had no idea. Yeah. That, that this, that this movie just made, uh, 20 million for 1408, but like, the irony is that it made, like, this was on like, one in the afternoon. I don't know what's gonna, tomorrow we'll know the full, you know, tracking of what it made actually, but probably over 20 million, but, uh, it was number one at the box office. It killed Detroit, which got, I guess, buried. And, um, it made 19.1 million, which I said at the beginning. That's kind of like irony and weird, and the 19 connection and that <laughs> yeah. whole thing. Yeah. What is that about, right? It's that so that really just man. happened. It's <laughs> so fucking insane, man. <laughs> That's fucking weird, right? And it hasn't hit overseas. I talked to my buddy last night in China via fucking Skype on the video camera, and he's a doctor. He's read all the books. He knows, and I, I he's like. Tell me, man. Give me the shit. Because he's not going to get it in China. They don't. Uh, they only show their own movies. Like apparently, here's what happens until until the fall kicks in, okay. and then they start to show some American films, but not all of them, because that's what, they want to make the money on their own movies and not American films. But he sure. says, so, so if I'm lucky, I'll hopefully get that thing in in December or uh, in November. And I'm like, oh my god, Joe, that sucks. But he's like, this is how it is over there. Because he's, he's over there teaching English. Yeah. But he tells me the whole, like, how, how life is over there and the rules and all these things. And he, he's enjoying himself, but he's like, you know, there's some career, there's some weird shit. It's another country and that's just how it is. But it hasn't hit overseas yet. They're not getting it. Australia's not getting it until like, I think September. So. Really? It's flipped. Yeah, it's flipped. Usually they get that first. They're not, they're not bringing the dark tower over there. The thing is, Dane will will always say, hey, I just saw fucking whatever. We haven't seen it yet. You know? It comes comes back to what you're talking about. It comes back to the producers. Sony is scared to fucking put this thing out for everybody to see because they're scared it's going to fail. So they're going to fucking wait and wait and wait and fucking finally put it out. And it's going to be, you know, we're not going to... I think this is going to be really good. I think it's going to do really good overseas. They're gonna make they're gonna make all their money back for their modest budget, and and they're gonna go ahead with the show, and I think the show is gonna be hopefully really cool to see because it's gonna be a net. MRC is connected with Netflix, you know they they produced um, House of Cards. Yeah. Everyone's like, well, is it gonna go to AMC? Is it gonna go to this? It's like, no, it's going to it will go to Netflix. That's where we're gonna see Dark Tower 
the miniseries, whatever they're going to call it. Wizard and Glass, the Dark Tower, who knows what they're going to call it. But I can't wait for that. I, I hashtag fucking and, and, and told Glenn Mazzara, I was like, I need uh, Vince D'Onofrio to play court, uh, all bald and grizzled up uh, in the miniseries. <laughs> you forgot the face of your father, you maggot. Oh, like, can you imagine him doing that? He can be pull amazing. It off, dude. It'd be amazing. Oh. He's well, a big, scary dude. Yeah. I always thought that Dennis Hopper from Waterworld looked like Corey. Yeah. I don't know why. I always thought yeah. That. Yeah, that worked. No, it worked. I could totally see that because his look was that sort of bald, scarred up, and he was saying to talk like, you know, you forgot the face of your father, you fucking maggot. Pop quiz, Roland. <laughs> Pop quiz, Roland. <laughs> yeah. He smacked him in the head with his dick. You know? <laughs> Corey was not fucking around, man, but, you know, uh, he's a really interesting character, and I, I just... Let's, let's I can just be like that. So how, how do we talk about the Tahini? They're, they're in the beginning of the book. They're in the movie a lot. You know, it's... Um, there are characters that only show up, you know, spoiler right now, not much of a spoiler, but there, there is a little bit of one. Tahini don't show up until, like, a, until seven. So they're thrown into this they movie. They don't, they don't show up until Hearts and Atlantis because they're the low men in yellow coats. Sure. They're the skin men. But in a dark tower, they don't show up until uh, book seven. So but actually, actually, book five, when Callahan tells his story, Sure. Okay, but he tells know. he tells about them. He tells them. he tells about them going across America. And the, remember the low men, which were the guys that they had those I cars that would right. you know? They look, so, like in, they look like men in black sort But yeah. like I said, wait a second. Corny, guys, how do we feel about the look of the Tahini in this book? I thought that was neat. Um, they were cool, but not like I said. Again, not enough. Not enough. It should have been scarier. It should have been sure. more scary. And and uh, they cool. played like I said. Like, they, they played it safe. What did you think, Jeremy? I like the effect. I like the lines on the side of the like on the side of the faces. I like that look. The seams. Yeah, I like <laughs> the seams. <laughs> I, like, I like the skin. Creepy. Shaping the skin back to where it should be. I like that with the mask look. Yeah. Um, and I, and you know what? I'll say this right off the bat. I like the way the portals look too. I think the portals look cool. I mean, they're not yeah, doors. Yeah. They, they look, they look cool. The portals. Who's this? Oh, the portals. Yeah. Yeah, they look cool. I, I think just because they're not doors, it's fine. I, I, I actually like this. I thing. want, I, I want them the doors. I mean, I'll say like oh, I like, could have done that. It would have been really old timey, but really creepy magic. But it, it, I get you hear the fine. People uh, can't get scenes in the yeah. walls and shit. You know, that's a creepier thing. But like. This is still pretty cool. Yeah. I like it. You know, I like the whole Dutch Hill scene, the the house in Dutch Hill. I think it's a really good scene. You know? Yeah. Wasn't long enough. Wasn't, wasn't scary. Long. You know, could have been scarier. Could have been scarier. And that that was that's all. That's, that was my little problems. Only that that's it. I'm not gonna be like, well, they can improve this. They can in the next one. You know, do something really special with it. Um, they can in the next uh, series. They can go way deeper into what that's all about because they explain nothing. Uh, but I, like I said, we as readers kind of go, oh, I know what they're talking about. But man, it would have been cool to 
to see it, you know. Um, but that's okay. I'm okay with it. I'm I'm re- I'm willing to like hang with it and support it and give it, you know, be with it with you know, see what it becomes because they can improve this. Well, how, how do we feel? How do we all feel about chasing the children and using their their? I don't want to. Well, we just shine. Shining. We just for yeah. We just shine. Or the touch, whatever. Yep. And uh, using the they're shining. That, that power. Cool. That, they're shining, sure. Yeah. But they call yeah. They call the touch. Same, whatever, same right? power as the touch. Yeah. yeah. They just kind of. Same they just thing. go. They just go for it in this way. But like, how do we feel yep. about using that power of the children and using it to destroy the dark child? Um, uh, I think it was. Uh, uh, you know, they want to get you emotionally hooked on. It's just kids. And that sucks, and that's horrible and evil and fucked up. Um, and I think it was like, for what it is, it's like, like I looked at William, and I could tell my son was really getting that. For me, I'm like, all right, you know, play it safe, water down. Like, one chick was like, you should have one of those kids' head explode. They couldn't handle it. I was dying. I was laughing. <laughs> but, but they had no balls, you know. They couldn't do it. They weren't going to go right at all with it, so we're not going to see that, you know. Um as where it is going to be about kid-centric and rated R and fucking scary and fucked up. They they, they just played it safe with this, man, because they're trying to build to this sort of whatever. But it was okay. It was like... uh, When it got to Jake, I thought it was really fucking, you know, fucked up. It it was fucked up. It's a rolling out of the step of. Courtney, how did you feel about it? That was okay. Okay. Uh, I, I yeah, okay. 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 All right. <laughs> yeah. Weak. Right? <laughs> it, was, it, 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 it was definitely weak. They had those yeah. kids locked. Yeah, it, it, it was just sad that they had those kids locked up like that. It, you know. Yeah. Yeah, how do you no women, no children. No fucking women, no children. <laughs> <laughs> no fuck. No. You motherfucker, you. Sorry. Corny. How do we all feel about, you know, you guys speak on it. How do you guys feel about Roland and Jake showing up to the first town and interacting with all the people there? Well, I knew who those people were. But, Corny, go ahead. I didn't know who the people were, so. <laughs> it doesn't go. matter. Just You just say how you feel about it. Yeah. It was just a thing. It's a- um Exposition. Yeah, yeah. It was just a thing. Okay. Now, was uh, that the girl <laughs> from Guardians of the Galaxy, guys? She, no, she's from uh, Mad Max Fury Road. No, no, no. That's the bad Oh, that's that, what it was. Okay. That's the chick that gets her face messed up from uh, from Walter is the chick from Fury Road. That's all you want to say about it, Corny? You want to say it's, it's fine? That's it? Corny... Corny needs to see it again. Well, well, tell me this. Tell me this. Was everybody in there, like, um, somewhat psychic or... No. In that, in that town? That's, that's, that's some ability. Because oh. they are the... Uh, uh, the um, uh, what was they call them? Come on, Wolves of the Collar. Uh, what's wrong with me? Um, the Maddie. They, really, they were the Maddie. They were the okay, Maddie folk. Were, yeah, they, you know, they just went to a village and he just needs to see a seer, but they didn't really go into detail what they were doing there. And what nope. that, um, and what that, um, the building that was outside that village, you know, what that was nope. all about. 
Nope. Nope. How do you? Not enough answered, that's for sure. How do you feel? Uh, you know. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go on. I'm listening. No, we're here. Well, you're about to say something. Yeah, of course. Yeah, Jeremy was gonna say something. Yeah, I was listening to you. I was gonna ask you what you thought about oh, okay. the doors, the All portal. Right. What do you feel about those, man? Oh, I they were. <laughs> where you just dial yourself up and go to another world or another place. <laughs> All right. The mind, the mind bender is that, you know, with some of it, because it wasn't until you know, the last three books that he really goes into that sort of technology of the Dark Tower. Um, but I really love the idea of a motherfucking door on the, like, standing there, like, nowhere. It, it's not connected to anything, but there's a door standing in the middle of the beach. You open it, and it's some human's brain in our fucking world, dude. Yeah, and you go yeah, into saw, that, and now you just walk into their brain, into their mind. Yeah, I saw. Um, uh, I saw. Uh, Mark the regular, the regular people couldn't couldn't handle that. They wouldn't understand it. They're fucking. Yeah, crazy. I, I, I saw Wars Incorporated years ago, so that kind of you know I just thought. <laughs> Which they stole from Stephen King. Yeah. <laughs> Which is weird. Which is weird because they made John Malkovich, and I think the John Malkovich stuff is it work, would work perfectly fine with. Uh, the drawing of the three. You walk. You're walking into. Is that what that is? Right. You walk through a thing in New Jersey or something, and yeah, you walk. I still never watched that film. John Malkovich is doors to someone's mind, basically. Well, John Malkovich. Is yeah. But I mean, still, it's the same about, thing. You walk through, and then they, you look into yeah. their eyes. Go ahead, Corny. I hear you. I, I was. I, I didn't. I was watching, uh, reading um, uh, drawing of three. That they probably got that from, you know. That being being John Malkovich could have um, came from that from that book. Well, um, yeah, I mean it. It's uh, listen, man. Like I said, here now I'm gonna we'll talk further. I just want to give you this before I forget to tell you this because I want to kind of get it on our show. But someone's like, well, "What did you give it?" I'm like, "Okay, so if it was a five star rating, I give it a three, three and a half." Oh, we're rating? Uh, if it's a, it's a yeah, I'm just telling you where I'm coming from so I don't forget to fucking, because I'll forget about it later, and I wanted to say this. And, 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 that's a three and a half that's, out of five, well, that, right? that's what, Yeah, yeah, three and a half out of five, three to three and a half. If it was one to ten, like, you know, the, the one to ten rating, I'm giving it a seven and a half. I'm like, because I know the problems with this film, but there were things that made it work for me, and I'm ready to see what expanded bitches, stopping afraid of it. And go all out next time. I'm there with you, yeah. and I'll fucking, yeah. I'll fire the guns, and I'll make sure you got the ammo, and 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 you know, and we will fucking, you know, I'll be part of your cockpit. Don't yeah. fucking abandon this. There's some special shit here. Stop being afraid now, um, and go for it because the soundtrack was amazing on its own, but the yeah, soundtrack was like, you can't hear it. You know, you like, it, it's like, oh, you know, so. Because I've heard people go, oh, the soundtrack was weak. I'm like, fuck you, the soundtrack was weak. Listen to the soundtrack. Because it's yeah, goddamn amazing. I'm not down with the, the people pissing on the soundtrack and calling it weak. The soundtrack is amazing. Uh, but I will say, yeah, 20, yeah, exactly. we're going to, you know, Play Nuff already gave its rating. What would you give this thing out of five? What would you give it, what would you give it out of ten? Yeah. Out of five, five stars, three. Ten points. Three? Three? You give it a three out of five? 
Okay. Yeah, and I'll probably give it a seven out of ten. Oh hell yeah, I, that's a good that's a good fucking rating, man. Yeah, that's fair, man. It really is fair, dude. Yeah. I'll, I'll I'll shoot I'll shoot out what I gave uh, what, what me and Swagot talked about it. I'll give it a two point uh, like a two point seventy five like out of ten, and I'll give it like a uh, a six out of ten. There you go. Fair. I, I think it's fair. Um, you you fucking know the whole thing. You know the whole goddamn thing. You're like, you bastards could have said something there and really let it breathe, uh, but you, but you pushed out. <laughs> you fucking pushed out. But I'll watch it, and I can't wait for the Blu-ray. You know that we we're gonna have that by Christmas, guys. Coming. Well, let's talk about the score, uh, Corny. What do you feel about the score, man? About Zappic, I I listened to uh, bits and pieces of it and. Um, Nice. Off of YouTube. And um, me and my niece, my, I took my niece to see it. Um, oh, shit. Friday okay. I saw it. And, that, um, oh, that's great. Yeah, that's great, Corny. Talk about that. You took your niece. Tell everyone what she thought of it. Real quick. You, you no, told me that. Like, well, tell tell I, everyone. I, I, didn't, I, um, I just sat down and asked her what. Really, she just up and told me. She said, that should have been a longer movie. You know. There you Ooh, go. Yeah. How old is she? The 16th. She's there smart. you go. She's real smart. Yeah, but <laughs> but I but um, she's never read any of the books, and yeah. she just she just she was wondering why. She just thought it was interesting that Stephen King has two movies coming out in the same year, and I and they're connected in the universe. Yeah. Those two. Well, we get. I think we get questions. But, yeah, the- but she she was she was pretty interested about the it trailer and. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, we were yeah, we kinda of talking before the movie got started and then after it ended I I was always sit down and just watch the um you know, you really listen to the rest of the score or you know, while the credits run. Yeah. Yeah. And all that. The end. Yeah. And that's what the I very end is who stuck around for the little little uh, the little gimmick at the end. I did. I think we I think we got questions on the Facebook page, so there might be a question like that. Are I'm, you fucking serious? I'm pretty sure it's oh, it out. I don't have the ability right now, but someone has to. You oh, 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 there's questions up. I, I, I can pull it up. Hold on. Let's see what we got here. Um, I will say the okay. score is one of the best scores I've heard in a long time. I think Jeffy XL is fantastic. And I, I own the, the Fury Rose soundtrack, and I've listened to it several times in my car. And it's, it is epic. It's an epic soundtrack. He's fucking amazing, that guy. Yeah, I got I got the Batman right. versus Superman um, soundtrack, and that yeah. was, uh, oh, that, was then, that was him teaming up with that. That was him teaming up with his mentor. But he did the Wonder Woman soundtrack. Is the Wonder Woman uh, uh, theme song? That's Junkie XL. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah, that was perfect. I love that. Let's see if we got it. Oh, it's, it's giving me hard times. Okay, here we go. Come on. Um. Cabal Corner. Mentioned you, Cabal Corner. I want to see Cabal Corner fan art. Okay. That's pretty cool. Jeff plays both of that. Um, Me and Jeff have been talking about doing uh, getting, doing a logo for the show. So. Okay. Let's see. May not seem like a bit. Well, right. So you posted questions or did I miss that, Jeremy? No, I, po- I said yeah, we're going to blabber about those tonight. All right, let's see. No, Robert, uh, Rocky, 
It's probably a couple. It's like about. Around it. May, may not see. Oh no, this is me though. Let me see. Did you post this in the thread? It's on there. Nope. Yeah, you post. You post on the um. Small corner group. Okay, corner. You saw it. There it is, man. Yeah, Corny, if you can see the, the... I can't find the questions. I just see all our posts, but uh, there's no questions. I said we're going to palaver about that, our tower tonight. I said shuffle. <laughs> and I said uh, spoiler warning. Oh, oh the just, shuffle just, post. Yeah, just a okay. few questions. Uh, no, there was Ray just Hall, uh, eight. Yeah, yeah go ahead. Yeah, go ahead, buddy. Patrick Hall said, did um, you stay through the credits? Yes, I did. Yeah, we did. Like I said, I was in a trance, but I know there was whistling, which basically say, states that well, my boy ain't fucking dead yet, dude. Yeah, he ain't fucking dead. He's a fucking East Flag, dude. He's flag. Go watch the stand, you know? <laughs> he can change his face, his appearance, everything. You can watch that now and be like, oh, shit. I will, say, I will say for the most part. Or is that Jamie Sheridan? Flag is inter- eternal. Eternal. Okay, the second question is from Patrick Rahal. Did you did you think the not the other Stephen other King books were too obvious? Yes. Um somewhat. Yeah, but whatever. Like exactly whatever. There were moments where it was like, all right, I mean I I it's fine. I didn't feel nauseated by it though. I wasn't disgusted no, by it. I was like, all right, that's funny. Yeah, it wasn't disgusting. Right? It was, I like, it was I like the uh, the other references, you know, that were not less obvious that were there that were interesting as well. That's the main. Yeah, there's there's strong references that I find more interesting. But Joanna, Joanna, um, right off the bat, noticed the Christine reference real quick. So, the toy car, huh? The toy car. Yeah, toy car. I'll I'll tell you guys this real fast. Um, you know, uh, off you took uh, your boy, you took your buddy, uh, Corny, you took your, your uh, niece. I took Joanna, and Joanna liked it. Joanna liked it a lot. So that's another, cool. That's so cool. Person, another person who hasn't read any of that stuff. I think the only King book Joanna's read is I bought her for for Christmas. She bought I bought her the Long Walk, but the only she has ever read is the Long Walk. So. Oh wow! Yeah. That's it. That's it. That's awesome. You know, everybody's like, everyone's like, you never lose it. It's like, I think it's really cool when you turn somebody on to something that we've known about for decades. Yeah. And they're discovering it for the first time. I think it's really cool. We've watched Christine together, and she likes Christine quite a bit. Any more questions, Corn? Those were only two. All righty. That's cool. Oh, Nate Gonzalez. Hey, Nate, man, we love you, dude, but he asked, uh, <laughs> I have a question for the podcast. Who okay. wants to buy some art so this young gunslinger can go through the dark tower? LOL. <laughs> and I know where it's coming from, man. I-, I sold a couple things today. I really didn't want to. What was amazing uh, was I got some, I got some, I got my gas money and I got, you know, a little extra money for the week because I didn't get paid by a couple. This is the thing when you do your business on the side. They don't always pay you when they're just supposed to pay you. They I've lived out. through it all of my life with my dad, who was yep. too self-employed. Yep. So I definitely understand. So you understand. Uh, it didn't yeah, happen. It's supposed to happen. Yeah. Sorry, it'll happen next week. 
being in air conditioning refrigeration, you can shut that shit down. You know, <laughs> go crazy, they go get hot and fuck your house. Well, you know what's cool is I I went into I went into my uh, my uh, my used record store that I go to and I sold my ultimate uh, Dawn of the Dead, but uh, I did not. He was telling me he was very he's a very cool guy. I brought in I brought in my waxwork vinyls. It took him a while because he was dealing with someone before me. He had brought in like a box of fucking DVDs and shit. He's like, I'm like, dude, I got nothing. I'm gonna take my time. I'll hang out in your store. Don't freak out. I'm like, I just need some gas money, essentially, and some other things. You know, I told him I was like, you know, I did fair, that. I'm not giving I all did that. Away. Um, I did that yesterday. It's a robot. Yeah. So. I brought my creep show vinyl in from Waxwork because these guys deal in vinyl and all this, and my uh, Waxwork uh, Friday the Thirteenth Part Two soundtrack. Okay. Now, when all was said and done, um, he was like, "All right, I'm looking up your shit on Amazon. Fuck eBay and because they jack shit up." Mm-hmm. He's going, and, and I had my Dawn of the Dead uh, Ultimate Edition and my Blu-ray of Dawn of the Dead. And he was like, well, you know, this is that much, but I said, look, let me keep my Dawn of the Dead Blu-ray, because clearly it's worth a lot of money now. He's like, he's like, Jeremy, I remember, like, literally, like, last year, we had, like, three of those, and they were going for three ninety nine. Now, I said, yeah, they're out of print. He's like, now they're going for, like, 70 bucks. Whoa. Woo. Yeah. Yep. I, I said, okay. I said, look, I'm keeping my Blu-ray. I'll sell you the ultimate. Cause I had burned those. I got I got backup of my ultimate edition, but the Blu-ray, the Blu-ray has the commentary with Romero, and it's it's, it's you know it's, you know it's you know, it was a single disc too. They didn't they never Blu-rayed up the ultimate edition, so that's how that worked out. But my vinyls for Waxwork, once they're out of print, those things are insane. What they are worth, and he's like, yeah, I'm not gonna. I said, no, I'm not, I'm taking these home. And he gave me a certain amount of money for the products that I brought in. There's a couple of things. I brought an action figure and I brought, I brought something in. Was and it fair? I'm taking my bottle back. What? Was this fair? What's that? Was the price fair? Uh, for what I sold, I sold a couple things. It was okay. I'm like, that's all right. All right. Um, I didn't sell my vinyls. They are worth, like, dude, I, I looked them up to myself. They're worth ridiculous amounts of money. The Creep Show and the Friday the 13th and my City of the Living Dead Death Walk vinyl. Damn. They're all City going for like, 80, they're going for 85 to 150 apiece. So you and that's on Amazon. Too? That's not yeah. eBay. Because I don't trust yeah. eBay. I think eBay is full of shit. I think yeah. eBay yeah. is full of shit too. Yep. Um, because people just go on there and they just take advantage of it. Oh, yeah. You know, and I'm reasonable. You know, I, I, I'm. If, if my creep show is uh, the lowest price is 85, the highest is 150, which I was like, that's funny. Uh, Friday the 13th was going for 104. Um, even Black Christmas, the vinyl is out now. Yeah. It's out of print. You can't buy it off Waxwork anymore. It's gone. That's it. That thing's going for 95 dollars. So, when you see them for sale for 25 or 30 guys, I would say that's an investment. Buy Westwork 
and any of these horror movie vinyls that come out because once they're gone, they they don't repress them. The creep show I had in the second pressing, they decided to do a year later, and this one is worth fucking that much. It's insane because the guy in the store started naming off. He's like, "Well, you have the you have the blood splatter vinyl. There's the brown roach color vinyl from you know they did like all these different colors." For each individual one, you didn't know you were going to get, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, like, clear blue teal, which is the representation of something that tied you over, right? So. Yeah, yeah. Um, pretty cool, but, you know, I'll wait. I figured if I'm going to sell those, I should sell those to a person, you know, make a decent amount of money on them and not get hosed by a... Because he, he was like, I, he's like, I'll give you, like, 30 for each. But he looked at me, and I'm like, I'm not doing that. And he's like, I understand. I'm just telling you. I have to make money. And I was like, no, that's cool. I understand. I said, I'll take those home. Thank you. Yeah. I took my two vinyls and my Blu-rays back and was able to get gas in the truck and and uh, and able to hang out with you guys tonight, as it were. So, cool. <laughs> but that's cool. But I asked him. I said, when's the Dark Tower vinyl coming out? He's like, there's no release date. And I want that on vinyl, dude. Wouldn't that be cool? Definitely, definitely be fucking cool. So we we got um. What else do you guys want to talk about? Dark Tower. Um, the movie. I saw Tommy. There's so much. Can we talk about Atomic Bond? I, I saw that last Monday. Yeah, you guys talk about Tower. it. Cause I haven't seen it, so. No, it's all right. We can talk about Atomic Bond. What did you think about that? Dude? That's, that's, that's really like right up there with this. I really liked it. Yeah, I really liked it. I got at some point I'm gonna read the um, the graphic novel that was based on just to see you know get some kind of comparison or whatever to it. But I really enjoyed Charlie Theron in that you know in the eighties based. Talking about, about um, so it, so guys, that that movie takes place in the eighties. On the Dark Tower, man, people are shitting on Thomas Bond right now. That's for damn sure. So, oh, for real? That's weird. That's I just like it, dude. Um, well, I, I, Did you I, see I it? Um, yeah, I saw I saw when it came out. The, the release, the first day it came out. Um, I um, what were my cousin? We saw the XD, the big ass fucking theater surround sound and shit. And uh, I saw fucking oh, the Dark Tower. Okay. I saw the Dark Tower show on there. I was like, holy shit, here we go. But <laughs> it was the uh, gunslingers for a thousand years. There are no more gunslingers. But um, I thought that the plot was okay. Um, but I thought that the music, the aesthetic, the when the acting scenes come in corner, you know what I'm talking about. That last like I would say even like 35 minutes of the movie. Oh, it's boy. it's oh, pure boy. fucking action. It's brutal. Yeah. Um, and um, and she's really kicking ass, right? Like, you show her getting hurt. Like, so, she has a black eye and all yeah. kinds of shit, right? Yeah. She kicks so much ass in this flick. And fucking James McAvoy is really good in it, too. I mean, this is John oh, Goodman's good. Fucking, uh, what's his name from uh, Wonder Soldier? It's I can't McAvoy's in this. Yeah, McAvoy's in this. Um, it takes place in the Dominic Monaghan. It takes place in '88 or '89, I think. Uh, oh, Toby Jones. Toby Jones is in this. Uh, yeah, Toby Jones. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, but um, interesting. 
I'm 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 excited to see. I'm excited to get my DVD of it because I think it's um it's a real fun flick. Uh, and uh, I I didn't know I didn't know it took place in the eighties. Other than the other day, I'm, I'm sitting here. You know, I'm letting YouTube play. I was working on that werewolf fucking piece, <clears throat> and it was Junkie XL, and then it went into the Atomic Blonde soundtrack, and I'm hearing all these like old eighties pop songs, and I'm like. Oh wow! But I didn't know. I, I didn't know it took place in the eighties. That's I love that because I grew up in the eighties. I was like, you know, I'm an eighties kid, dude. You know, well, it takes, it, takes, it, takes, it takes place before the Berlin Wall was taken down. So most most of it. Wow. Yeah, most yeah. Of it, yeah, most of it takes place in uh, what is it, Corny? Where, where, where is she at most of the time? It's not America. Well, she's supposed to be Brit, quote unquote. I'm not going to ruin things, but quote unquote British. No, good. But um, where, yeah, it was in Berlin. Yeah, it's in Berlin. Berlin. That's it. They, you, I think they play a Berlin, so it's like East Berlin, Berlin, West Berlin type of deal, right? Yeah. They go back and forth between oh, West shit. and East Berlin. Yeah, exactly. Um, and it's brutal. It's the, the fights are brut- like really brutal. They're they're good. People keep saying that there's like one fight scene, and that's that's the best part of the whole hmm. movie. I'm like, I like all of it. I like everything about the movie. It's just it's a cool fucking flick, man. Like it's yeah, quite a bit. Yeah. I um, the double crosses and the triple double crosses. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's a lot of there's a lot of double agent shit in here, which is cool. If you like, um, if you wow. like that secret, that secret agent shit, which I do, um, I I do. I, I like I like uh, what's the remake uh, that came out with? Uh, oh my god, Superman and Lone Ranger. Fuck, uh, oh, uh, the Man from Uncle. Man from Uncle. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah, I love that movie. Really good. I think it's I think good. it's really good. Yeah. <laughs> This yeah. is some. Um, I think you'll like this play, Gosling comes out. I think you're gonna dig it, man. It's cool. Oh, I'll, I'm gonna check it out for sure. That sounds awesome. Uh, but other than that, I haven't watched very much. I was telling uh, Cornelius a little, just a little earlier. I was watching. I got a. Uh, I went to the uh, game store uh, yesterday, and I had a credit for seven dollars, and they they had uh, their DVD selection. There was buy one get one free. And um, I'm in a position. I'm in a position right now where I gotta stay at Joanna's place for a while because I am broke as fuck. And um, they had the Tales from the Crypt double feature of Demon Knight and Bordello of Blood. Um, oh wow! And I I picked that up in, in a in a couple and I did a double feature of Jackie Chan flicks. But um, watch Demon Knight tonight and uh, Demon Knight's fucking awesome. What can I say about Demon Knight? It's great. I was I was thinking about throwing that on tonight after I got off the phone with you guys, man. I have uh, part one and two. Sure. Um, so, yeah, somebody on Facebook had sent me like just a couple years a couple years ago. Uh, it was like I said I've sent them some stuff and and they were like, hey, do you, the screen, uh, you know, I guess you got the Screen Factory Blu-ray of uh, Demon. I said, like, no, I don't. You know, and it was one of those you know bad months or whatever. You can't can't go out and buy it. Dude sent me his copy from the DVD of the of the Blu-ray because it came with a two-pack, mm-hmm. and uh, also also sent me the uh, DVD of the uh, the second one. And I love those films, and I hadn't seen them in forever. And uh, that was really awesome. And the Screen Factory looks amazing; like it just looks just as good as the Blu-ray. I mean, give me a break. You know, yeah, yeah. They might be a grain or two off, but like when those come as a two-pack, except like. I'll never forget, like, when Man of Steel came out, the Blu-ray compared to the DVD, it was like, the DVD looked like a really shitty VHS copy. 
I'm like, damn, oh, yeah. man. You, yeah. you guys didn't yeah. even try. They didn't even try to fucking, like, make that look good. Uh, but I've gotten DVDs where I can't tell the difference. Like the, um, Jeremy, like the, uh, uh, the Bride of uh, Reanimator. Yeah. The fucking, the fucking DVD I kept from that set, I think it's the Blu-ray and the whole thing, mm-hmm. it looks just as good as I tried them both. Well, let me see the difference. It looks just as good. When you put it in your book. I don't know if I told you guys, but I bought some I bought some Criterion stuff recently, and I bought it on DVDs because I didn't oh, I didn't have the, I didn't have that kind of I didn't have that kind of money. But I bought three I bought yeah. three Criterion recently. I bought um, well, I actually bought four. I bought Mildred Pierce. That's uh, that's what the Joan Crawford from like 1944, 45. Oh yeah. I, I bought The Uninvited, which is from 44, I think, or 48, I think it is. Um, I bought. The Red Shoes, which is um, sort of a opera sort of flick, which is from like the early, I think it's on the like, cusp of the 40s. And mm. I bought Thief. And yeah, that's those, it. That's those it. Movies, Joe Diaz's favorite movie. That's mine. Mm. That's now it's mine. But those, those movies <laughs> that's from the amazing. 40s. Yeah. I, I want to talk to you guys about Thief here in a minute, but, but those movies from the 40s okay. on DVD are fucking clean. They look fucking amazing. Just on DVD. Wow. They look clean. And I I will go back to what Playback was saying with the Shout Factory shit or Screen Factory with like Red of Reanimator. Well I have the I have the Prince of Darkness Shout Factory on, on DVD. That thing looks fucking perfect. Look it's like Blu ray. Right? I match I, yeah, I have the Blu ray and the D V D and they look the same. That there you go. You got they the Blu ray essentially. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, it was amazing. The sound and Prince of Darkness has tons of colors in it. All the fucking green tube of evil, all the lights and candles and shit in the bottom of the church. All that shit looks fucking. Yeah, that's a that's a dark tower connection for me right there. That's a fucking dark oh, tower. Oh man, yeah, you're right about that. I, sure. dude, I have a whole connection of like films and stories, and I'm like, not Stephen King has never even talked to these people, and I'm like, there's a dark tower connection as far as how I look at the universe of that, and I go. That's Dark Tower-ish. You know what I mean? Like, you have... Oh, yeah. There's so many weird... Stranger Things, that's Dark Tower. Yeah, Go fuck yourself. That's, that's Dark Tower. Especially with the season two. The season two is very much Dark Tower. Oh, my God. That looks amazing. Yeah, it looks very much Thriller. They played it down Thriller, so, you know... Oh, that's it. That's it. Because I was that kid's age when that came out. And I'm riding through a set past the cemetery at night, and I'm freaking the fuck out. But I was their age, you know, scared out of my mind. And that song was scary back then. People don't get it. That song, with compared, you know, paired with the video, it was an epic. Like it was a big event. It was that video came out. I'll never forget watching that video on my fucking little black and white TV. And then my buddy had a color TV, and then. It was like, it was on. Then it was the, they came out with the making of Thriller, which is better than Thriller. Yeah, it is. You know, because John Landers is directing that. Oh, my God. Man, John I remember when Thriller came out, and motherfuckers was like, gathered around oh. TVs and shit. Yep. That's that was creepy. Because of, because of that video coming out. And I'm just talking about, I'm talking about, I was at my grandma's house, my mom's mom. My grandma was ready to see the Michael Jackson video. Oh, you know, everybody's nice. in that in that house, in front of that TV. <laughs> I remember that, dude. 
1984. I want to say one more thing yeah. before we start moving on to other shit. I just want to say one more thing. Oh yeah. Um, I, I want us. I want us to, to sort of divide the Dark Tower stuff from what we what we've been watching and all that shit. But I will say one more thing. Sure. And all of us speak our piece. I will say that for for, for the um for the majority of this show, because I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna this is gonna be Dark Tower episode. And then we talked about it for an hour. We yeah. did. I will say that oh, give yeah. it a fucking chance. Go out support the Dark Tower because just just because I didn't it. love it. And I just did, and I didn't hate it or didn't like it. I there's I something like special it. I amongst the amongst the fucking madness. Exactly. I I like this movie. I love the effort from the director. I love his I love his passion, and I love that this thing yeah. got split. If anybody is going to turn an eye to this, just remember King came out and said, "I support this fucking director. If you're not going to do it like he wants yep. to do it, fuck you. Not going to happen." Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. To they were going to fire him. They were going to fire him, and then King exactly. was like, "Don't no, let exactly. him do his thing." King is in, is in his seventies. I think he's seventy, and that motherfucker yep. has been around for a long time, and he's just like in, he's, he's an average <laughs> Joe. I don't care what anybody says. No. Stephen King is a fucking average yep. dude who walks the streets, walks his fucking dog. He's fucking like everybody else. Uh, like that, if anybody hangs out with rancid. Bible that has been taught over 2,000 years. I, I bought a ticket 
to the Dark Tower on Friday. I couldn't believe I was even saying it. Seven, one for yep. nine, nine o'clock. That's what it was. For a Dark Tower. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm going to see the Dark yeah. Tower. I'm going to see a Dark Tower movie. Holy shit. People Holy realize, fucking shit. They don't realize no. the power of the Dark Tower. And I will say, even just because, just because I don't fucking like, I'm not head over heels about it, and I just like it. Yes. It doesn't mean that you shouldn't yes. go out and support this fucking flick and support that nope. director. I mean, that director yeah. Yeah. is a good yeah, person. It'll... And King yep. is involved either way you want to think about it. King believes in that guy. You know what? There's one person. Is, yeah. Out of, out of several people, out of the short list of people that I believe in this day and age, I believe, I've always believed in Stephen King. So, Stephen, you're going to support this movie? You're going to support Stephen King? They're going to support the director that he supports. But go yeah. watch this fucking movie. Academy, Academy Award-winning director, by the way. People don't realize this. They don't uh, realize Academy Award-winning director, uh, foreign film. Um, he, won a, he won the Foreign Film Academy Awards. And he wrote the, the original Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. All right? He got the vision. Uh, it's kind, you know, thank God it wasn't as terrible... Like, you know, could have been as terrible as as the original Wolverine movie, that first one, right? Yeah. Directed by directed by Gavin Hood, who fucking who fucking directed like uh one what's that? Start here corny go, Wolverine's a bad Wolverine's a bad fucking movie. Yeah. Oh, it's terrible. And it was directed by like an Academy Award winning director and the studios got involved and fucked with him and Tom Rothman, who was involved with the Dark Tower. Just like the Fantastic Four movie, he's a fucking asshole. And that guy comes in and he goes, "No, no, no! You got to do it like this." And you, you can't tell him no, and that's the way it goes. Um, if people will, if people will put aside their bullshit, like the bullshit, yeah, you have to like, put your bullshit like, aside. Like saying, like I don't care yeah. to read about the history. I don't care what happened behind the scenes. If people will put aside that bullshit and actually delve yeah, a yeah. deeper into this thing. You know, people who listen to yeah. this episode, Slagoff has been here, been with this fucking movie since the goddamn beginning. Beginning, right? The beginning. You were there. You guys were both there for me. When I freaked, I freaked out and then was excited and was in, in, in awe and freaking. You guys watched all my emotions through the production of this entire thing, dude. And agree. But if you guys will put aside your fucking bullshit, if you really care enough, to know that a dude who fucking loves a, a, a piece of source material enough to make a flick out of it, to put his put his name on the fucking line, mm-hmm. and go out and see this fucking flick and support that guy and support it and support Stephen King, who has pretty much yeah. melded everything you've ever seen because he is part of it. He is part of anything, almost anything you've seen. It's horror, sci-fi, it's drama. You. Stephen King is a part of that. I don't care what you think. Stephen King is there. He's in that world. I don't care what you watch. He's there. Go support yeah. this fucking flick. If you don't, you're a fucking asshole. That's it. That's it. Don't turn your back on uh, the tower, man. You don't know? Support, yeah, don't, don't let the beans fucking be taken out, man. Don't, don't turn your back on Stephen King because I, I tell you, like I said before, Stephen King has been there. You watch the movie, I guarantee you, you watch the fucking movie and you're like, this movie is fucking really good. 
got some really great elements to it. I guarantee you, King yeah. is probably part of that element that you like about that movie. Oh, yeah. It was him that was like, he had a bunch of dialogue with Roland, and uh, he told them, because he, he, he acted, this is what was cool, was when, this is the one film where he got involved with where he had Car Blanche to say yes or no, which I think was great because he loves this character more than any character. I don't give a fuck what he tells you. He will be. It's just one of the, yeah, that he is, he is Roland in a way. It's really strange, but, um, he straight up told him, um, you, you wrote too much dialogue for Roland. Roland is a, is a man of few words. And, and all the characters deal with him that way. And, and until he finally... Then you'll have a moment where he finally opens up and lets you in. But it's, it, you have to earn that with that character. And they, and they, I agree. they nailed that with him. And he, and he cut that out. He, because I guess there was, apparently it was a bunch of dialogue with him. All this exposition. I would assume it's probably him telling Jake or whoever everything about whatever. And they fucking, they fucking, he fucking was able to come in with his red pencil and go, uh, too much dialogue for Roland. Cut it back a little bit. And that works. Because when he does speak, it's funny and it's important and it's serious in all levels in this film. They nailed that. They got that right. And that's Stephen King. That's Stephen King doing that. Kind of like, kind of like, um, Clint Eastwood and, um, Man With No Name. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, that's an inspiration to King. Yeah, and that was that he was 18 years old looking at King, uh, looking at the, the good, the bad, the in the fucking theater when it first came out. He said it was like an 18 foot face of Clint Eastwood, with the beard stubble, the cigar, the whole thing. And he was a man of few words. He was a man of few words, and he said, "If I could do something with this and Lord of the Rings to create something, that would be amazing." And then it started to build. And then we got Dark Tower. <laughs> Agreed. Pretty and cool. if a guy if a guy wrote a fuck if, if a guy wrote a fucking novel or novella, but I kind of I kind of consider it the Gunslinger novella, if anything. Like, oh yeah, wrote, it's, wrote, it's, wrote, the, wrote, it's the Hob it's the Hobbit to like Lord the, of the Rings, dude. It's, it's really the Hobbit. You got to read that book first. Yeah. You have to go through it. You have to initiate yourself. His role is not likable. He's a he's a he's a cold hearted fuck in that book, dude. That is brutal shit. Roland is a, a Roland has so many layers to him. And if nobody can realize, and I feel bad for this fucking generation, honestly, I really do. Because if they can't can't realize that a fucking dude who wrote a book close to 30 years ago, who has continued to fucking, uh, uh, fucking insert his, insert his fucking, uh, 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 his ideas, his um, his his life, basically the books are his life into 2017, back from back to fucking 19 mid 1970s. And they cannot realize that this guy has been fucking shaping this culture of movies, of books, of the way you think. If you can't realize that this one dude has done all that. If you can't fucking bow down and be humble and say thank you, Mister Side King, you really need oh, to yeah. take a step back and fucking realize what the what you're watching, what you're reading, what you're listening to comes down 
to certain mm-hmm. figures in this fucking history of our lives. And Stephen oh, King yeah. has always been there. Realize it and fucking respect it. And if you can't respect a man like that, you've got a lot to fucking <clears throat> about your life. You got some problems. You got you got some fucking problems. You got some problems. Uh, What's fucking Raven Shadow on you? <laughs> Agreed. Oh yeah. Um, so yes, the character on. Uh, off, say, say your last. So Slag off or corny. You guys say your last piece about the Dark Tower movie about the books. Whatever. Just say your last few times so we can move on and we can talk about what the fuck we've been getting I'm into. Good. I'm good. You, yeah, you, you said. No, I, there's nothing else to say. I, I am, uh, I'm looking forward to the, the TV, uh, the miniseries that, uh, that, that they're going to do. And, um, if they have any balls and the miniseries blows up, um, and wait, wait till it hits overseas, I think it's going to be a very special movie for people overseas. Sure. Um, I agree with that. I believe that they're going to be able to do something really cool with this thing, and everyone's on board for it. Those actors, they're on board for it. They're like, Eve McConaughey is like, I'll fucking come and do some TV. You know, I did True, True Detective, which was, I mean, justifies him being the man in black. Yeah, in my opinion. Yeah. I agree. Is that whole concept where he's telling those guys about the circle, the flat circle theory, and all <laughs> that? that that's fucking awesome. the end of the gunslinger. That's awesome. You know? Like I said, they were too tame. They were too... Uh, I wanted a, the end of the film to be at a, at a campfire in Midworld uh, or End World or wherever they are uh, with just men and uh, Walker uh, with a tarot card reading. That would have fucked the people's heads really bad, dude. I think it would have been... That's Okay. We might get to that. We might see that someday. This happened already. Neither one of them seemed to realize that, like, I can't say or I'm spoiling for Corny. So never mind. So, I gotta say, uh, Corny, when you get to the end of the book, you'll understand. <laughs> okay. you, you, and you will. But hey, um, as, as, as we, as we all know, I'm going to the whole thing, you know, for people. Yeah. Hey, Flagoff, I, I meant to talk to you uh, a while back. Uh, you watching The Wire right now. Okay, at one point, Stephen King uh, named the character Snoop. Omar. No, the character named Snoop. Stephen King said... Well, he loves he loves Omar. I know he loved Omar. Cause he spoiled. Yeah, but he, Stephen he, King he, spoiled the demise of whatever happens to Omar to me. I'm watching him, and he's like, Arr. I'm like, you motherfucker. <laughs> he, he called the character Snoop one of the scariest... Um, People that he's, he's ever seen. Oh wow! Yeah, I remember. But you you'll get the Snoop at some point, right? He's, he's Snoop be around. Yeah, I've been li- listening for Snoop. Yeah, every great idea starts with a palaver. Yeah. This is what this is this is what everybody needs to think of. When you have an idea, you share it with somebody else. And you listen to what they have to say, and you take that in, and it helps you with your writing, with your music, with your whatever, whatever you're doing, your art, whatever. It starts with the palaver. This man who directed this flick, yep. Stephen King understood that when this guy was doing it. He understood the palaver. Oh yeah. Just I I, I, I can't stress it enough that 
this generation is so um, fucking like they're just so one sided for the most part. Like whatever, King Kong. Well, everyone has access now. We can we we all have an opinion. We can we get to fucking share it with the world. Which is fine. Don't get me wrong. It's fine. Share your opinion. That's that always a good thing. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree with that. You should have a, you should have a couple of days to decompress and think about the film you just saw. When you walk right out of the theater and you go, I mean, I get that. It's kind of fun, but First this one I had to like. I don't want to talk about this just yet. I, I had to really let you know, for me as as what it means to me. I had to really like leave me alone right now. You guys saw it that night. I turned off my phone. I was like, no. Yeah, I was wondering if it was bad or something because, you know. Nope. <laughs> you well, I, you know. I haven't said anything about this movie until we're doing this show. I talked to Slaygoss about it, but I haven't said yeah. anything on Facebook. I haven't said shit until this show. No, I, actually and I couldn't. I, I had to be left alone with my thoughts on this so one. So like, let me Let me hear the hate. Do I agree with them? Because I was, I was like at, at a crossroads, and I'm like, let me see. And then I started to realize, like, no, nah, I think you guys are being way too hard on this and what it is for what it is. And you know I had to, I started to realize, you know. You know, what, guys, I gotta say, you know, I, I hate to be the fucking old grumpy fuck thing about this generation and everything, but I, I will say, this is our show, so fuck them, whatever. But like. The biggest right. part about the biggest part about any of this shit is what we're talking. This is why we're talking about the dark Tide. I mean, besides just loving uh, the the source material and shit, but we're talking about also about all those fuckheads who fucking posted bullshit like this is the one of the worst movies I've seen in a long time. Go fuck yourself, whatever. But oh, oh my god, god. I, 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 I haven't seen it. I've seen I've seen the reviews. I've seen the, a lot of these hate hate filled reviews, and I've seen some nice reviews too. <laughs> but I will say the biggest yeah. part of this shit is respect. Respect. Like really, respect. really do what you're meant to do. If you want to, if you want to start up a YouTube channel, anybody can do it. Sure. If you want to start a YouTube channel about talking about reviewing about movies? That's cool. Anybody can do that. But you have to put the forethought into it. You got to be like, okay, I just saw this movie. Let me think about it for a bit. But nobody wants yeah, to give do it that. Nobody, uh, nobody wants to do that. Like, uh, you know why? Because if you hate it. You get more fucking views. You get more numbers. Yeah. As long as you talk shit about sure. something, if you get something to complain about or doo doo on a fucking flick or a comic or a TV show or a person, you'll get more hits because you're shitting on something. And I gotta tell you, I have zero respect for you. If that's the way you want to live your life, go ahead and keep doing it. But this movie, if you don't do some 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 delving into it, if you don't care enough. You just, all you rather do is just go shit on something, fucking sit back in your fucking lazy boy or a fucking lounge chair or some shit, and think about your life. Think about all the fucking no. things that you did <laughs> that your fucking parents fucking hated, or they didn't yeah. fucking respect, or didn't think about any of that shit. But think they about took it away from me! It's like, no, exactly. they'll, never take, they'll never take away ever what that book series in my mind's eye will always be. But yeah. God damn it, it is nice to see some fucking uh, live action, like, interpretation. All I've had was fan movies that were, you know, God bless the people doing them, but, like, fan films that were, like, you know, that's all you had. Fan films on YouTube for, like, a decade. Uh, and people that loved it, but they had no money, and, you know, what are you going to do? And they film it, and they, 
they try and, you know. Finally, we got something that would, uh, I saw the tower in the clouds when he get the roses, but that's coming. You know, it's such a tease. And it was like, a, it was like, like I said, it was like a trailer for the next thing. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm fucking down. I'm here for the journey. Let's see where they go visually with it. The ending of that film, the ending of that film, I, I was like, you fucking flipped it on the script. Cause we were, I was so expecting, like, you're going to fucking kill Jake. What do you, what do you say, Jim? Corny, you, you got anything else to say with the film, dude? No. I, I got to say to you, Corny, it's I, specific. I, I, I did have one problem. I, tur- I just turned on HBO and... It's saying my HBO is unavailable right now for HBO. Ah, oh, that's the problem. Oh, no. Man, I'm a killer motherfucker. Corny, I will say to you, I will say to you, man, personally, I'm so happy to, to have a person that I talk to regularly. I have a brother that talks to you regularly that has a fucking open mind and go watch a fucking flick with an open fucking mind. Because, yeah, guaranteed... 99.9% of the people who go see fucking movies like The Dark Tower don't have an open mind. They just yeah. shit on it. So, yeah. thank you for being open-minded. <laughs> thank you for being a human fucking... I enjoy it, so, you know... I was, I was going to see it no matter what. Yeah. Well, um, we got... I, oh, sorry, I haven't... You got, you got to be a we really bad movie. I'll put, put it like this. Um, the fourth death card, I have a hatred of. <laughs> I'm trying to think of movies I actually hate. You know, the fourth Die Hard movie is like one of those guys, you know. I yeah, Die Hard do. Never watched, yeah. yeah. Die Hard 4 Live, or 5. Good Die Hard. I literally yeah, hate yeah. because it's, literally they have, nothing, they have nothing to say anymore. They have nothing to say. Yeah. The movie oh, you're like, hiding. I gave I gave that a chance and it it turned out to be shit. You know, there's a, right. there's a lot of movies I actually go through and not end up not liking, but you know, I, I really enjoyed this. Well, I, cool. got, I don't know. I, yeah, I, I kind of wondered if I would like it if I didn't know anything about it at all. But you know, my niece my niece did enjoy it. That's awesome. And she had and never you, yeah she never really heard of any of it. And Playgoff, your kid loved your boy loved it your friend loved it. You know, Joanna loved it. That's, 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 that's like five people who loved it, who knows nothing about any of this shit. So, right. we've got uh, three questions popped up. Okay. Yeah. All right. Nate Gonzalez, Nate Gonzalez says, uh, Nate, asked, I love you. I love you. Awesome. Nate's a good dude. Now that you've seen The Dark Tower... What would be the best step, in your opinions, on how to move forward? TV series only or a movie and TV series? Nate? Uh, both. Both. That's how I feel about it. That's my answer to that. Stick with what you were originally going to do 10 years ago. Expand it. Get crazy. Do, blow the doors off. Agreed. Jeremy Lloyd. Corny, how are hey, you coping hey, with... Hold on, dude. Corny, what do you think? Movie, TV series? Yeah. What? I really just think TV series is how Game of Thrones is right now. Mm. It's a, you know, you're able to make a TV series that, that, um, that, you know, almost go a little bit more in depth than a film could. 
But I, 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 I prefer the Infinity series. It has the production uh, values of a movie. So, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, yeah. Not like that coaching right in the beginning. Um, oh, you know, that's how I feel. I mean, I, we, we need to go with the with the fucking both of them. But it, okay. if, it, if the TV series thing is successful, um, go for it. Do I that. Want I want both. Um, so, yeah. I want both. Uh, Jeremy Lloyd, uh, host and uh, creator of the Dark Tower radio, radio podcast, which is fucking awesome. Great show, asked, brother. Uh, Great show. He asks, uh, how are you coping with all the hate and misunderstandings surrounding the beloved Dark Tower amongst the mainstream? I'm dealing fine. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> I, I do not care. Did you like it? Yes, you can defend it. You will never convince anyone uh, that it's like, completely turned on it. That's that. Let him go. Let him be whatever. Yep. But they get like a dick, and, they, and I also understand how they feel betrayed because they can't step away from it as a format and look at it as a different format. This is a different format. Well, it's then I just feel bad for them. I feel bad. I, I, I do too. I'm like, I'm like, you know, support it and just like, let's see where it goes. Be like um, Toronto. Open your good. mind. Open your mind. Open your fucking mind. It's not, the, it's not the books that we love. It's a different story. And yeah. that's just the reality. And, like, I'm okay with that. It's a different take on, on, a, on a project or on a whatever. It's not a terrible take on it, though. Um, yeah. What's the third question? Uh, let's see. Uh, I think there's one more in here. Let me see. Oscar Nunez. A boy. Oh, shit. From Joey Diaz. We've known Oscar since, like, the Church of What's Happening Now, and Rick Ramos, and all those yeah. guys. Joe Logan, the whole fucking the whole fucking deal. He's been hanging with us the whole time. He asked, he asked, hold on, let me get to work. Oh, that's a little better. Okay. <clears throat> Let's see. Oscar Nunez. If you haven't read the books, will you miss a lot of the references or other nuances? If I use the, that word correct, Ha ha ha, LOL. Do we have to read the books? Is, and then he asks, is there something we must know if we haven't read the books before seeing the movie? Um, this is, this is a good question. A good question. Okay, Oscar, here's the deal. If you haven't read the books, will you miss a lot of the references? Yes, you will miss a ton of references. You will not know what they're weakly going at, but it's not, so terribly bad that they're breaking the fourth wall and looking at us at the screen going, you guys know what we're talking about, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. I will say that uh, it should just want you, make you want to read the books to know a lot of the crazy shit that has gone on with these characters and this world and this universe and this whole thing. Um, or if you don't have the fucking time to read the goddamn book, stick with this visual source material. And I think it will take you into a very interesting place. Well, whatever is to come. That's, that's all the answer I have on that. Uh, what about you guys? I don't know. I mean, if, right? You agree with me? Uh, you will not get the references. You will not. Um, 
unless they are like circled with a red crayon. Uh, you know, this is you, from this book. <laughs> you will not. You will definitely not get the book. No. Um, that's the king. That's what's kind of cool about this movie. So Stephen King references, though, you might get if you if you watch some of those clips yeah. or read some of those books, you might get some of the references. They throw like some of the hidden sort of fucking things in there. You might you might get those in Bigum, but the, the Dark Tower yeah. stuff, you won't get it. You won't. No, you won't get it unless you read the Dark Tower. That's what it's there for. Yeah. Uh, is there something we must know if we haven't read the books before seeing the movie? Here's what I'm gonna tell you, Oscar. I'm gonna drop a thing on you because it's a license deal. So the They'll never say it, but we know it. And everyone likes to go Mr. Mercedes with the, uh, I don't know, when Flag, or uh, I'm sorry, Man in Black, uh, Walter, made a crude goddamn uh, face on the wall, smiley face, with be seeing you in the ashes of a character's dead, burned mother on the wall. Pretty fucking dark. I'm going to tell you right now. Matthew McConaughey is the same character from The Stand. Now, if you've not at least seen that movie, the miniseries, it's the same character. He can change faces. He can change his appearance. Uh, they didn't explore this in the movie, unfortunately. But you can just go back and watch The Stand and go, oh, it's the same character from The Dark Tower in a different world, in a different setting. Because he yep. travels between worlds, and he is the, he is the dark man. He... Not the, but the man of black. He is the dark man. He is the walking dude. He is the same character. So know that going into the movie, just to give you a perspective. And there is so much to know uh, and, and, and get from the different uh, source material of that character. That's that's my answer to that. I don't know about you guys. If you got something else to add to that, I will ship the fuck up. I don't have anything else to add. I don't have anything else to add. I will say that uh, the man in black fled into the desert and the gunslinger followed. <laughs> Which the director at some point in the film snuck that in there uh, because he wanted to let you know, I know, and I love this thing. It was a bad place that they put that. Didn't make much sense. No. I knew what they were saying. Because uh, we never seen him Floods the desert, and we never see the gunslinger actually follow him in the desert, but that's okay. It's it's part of the story if you ever decide to read it. It's the first thing you see. But the question is hard, for the most part, it's pretty hard to answer because there's so much source material there that I it's hard for me to answer it. But just, just know that there is a vendetta here. And the slate, and, and then the, the, the gunslinger has has it has a oh shit, I can't think of a word, but he he's going he's out, out for revenge. revenge. He's out for revenge, yeah. It's simplified, but he's out for revenge. Yeah, which he never would be he, his only goal in the in the series is the dark is tower. the dark tower. Yeah. So like like I said before, they they completely flipped the script on this and reversed it. But it's been there before, and it will be there again. And Jake was there to sort of let him know, hey, you forgot the face of your father, cocksucker. Don't forget the face of your father. Don't do that. That's it. Even if he was a fucking small, I I understand if he was a piece of shit. You know. 
I get it. But, uh, remember Eddie in the fucking door? He's like, I wouldn't know the fucking my dad if I walked into him on the street. <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, uh, but, but, the, but, but Eddie, Eddie said, like, somehow it, it is important to say this, and it just, his creed means something, his litany of the gunslinger, uh, means something. And, uh, uh, regardless of your relationship with your dad or whatever it is, um, it's, it, it, it's very special. It, to me, like I said, this will be now, William, we're watching Dark Tower on Father's Day. It's gonna be a ritual. That's the way it's gonna be. That's, that's, that's perfect to me, man. It's perfect. It's a Father's Day movie. Straight up. You know. All right. All right. So that's it the rest of the questions then? Uh, that was it. Let me see. Let me see. I'll check it again. Let's see what we got here. No. Right. <clears throat> um, nope. Oh, wait. Oscar Nunes. He, he applied somehow. Well, oh, okay. okay. That's it. Let me see. Uh, questions answered. <laughs> what um? <laughs> all right, there you go. <laughs> what, what you Letting them all know questions were answered. <laughs> so, what do you guys been watching that uh, you guys want to talk about? It's, it's worth mentioning. Oh my god! Um, Atomic Blonde. Oh. I rewatched. I rewatched Hackers Friday. Um. Actors, oh I shit! Pretty, yeah, I, I, I had. Yeah, that made me laugh. <laughs> like in a good way. Like it, Corny was telling me, "Go ahead, Corny. I'm sorry." Yeah, it's it, it just been a while since I've seen it, but I, I forgot how pretty um, Angelina Jolie was when she was young. Uh, Cyborg Cyber Cyber Two. Yeah, she's very pretty in Cyborg yeah. Two as well. Yeah. Um. Johnny Lee Miller, or whatever his name is, that was like the main character. You're um, right, Johnny Lee Miller, yeah. I uh, I kind of think that that character should be Constantine if they ever make a big screen Constantine again. You know, he's already British, and you know, I like him. He, in, um, I like him. I liked him in like the one or two seasons I watched of Elementary, um, the retake on um, Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, yeah. That's on CBS. Yeah, I really liked him in that series. And, well, I only watched like two seasons of it. So it's kind of, was kind of burned out of, of, of that series, you know, after like second season. But, you know, I, I, that's the character I kind of wish that could, they could have in John Constantine whenever they, um, the, the actor they could have in John Constantine whenever they uh, reboot that. Or bring him to, um, DCEU or whatever you want to call it. Um, that watched, fucking uh, fucking universe. Yeah, I watched uh, <laughs> Shallow Grave. <laughs> I watched uh, Shallow Grave. Uh, oh shit! Oh my God, Shallow Grave. Shallow Grave. What the hell? What do you think of it? Um, what do you think of Shallow Grave? I really like. I really like it. It's been uh, more than probably about ten or eleven years since I saw it last. Yeah, but I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I, I bought that on Criterion um, this past week. Um, but the Criterion stuff, I, I bought. Uh, I rewatched Thief, but I actually had that sit on the shelf. Uh, oh, I had rewatched um, 
we got to talk about beef. You guys are killing me over yeah, there. I'm really beef, you guys. It's uh, Blood Temple, but that hasn't been sitting on my shelf for like a while. Blood Temple? Um, yeah. Oh, man. Blood Temple. I bought that during the last sale, but I, I, hadn't, uh, I hadn't opened it up or anything. But I had one, another one of those I hadn't seen in a long time. Oh, Blood Temple. I, I, I think I'm going to rewatch that in the next couple of days. Um, anybody? Uh, Flaker, 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 have you seen fucking Blood Temple, dude? Yeah, I, I, a long time, many, 30 years ago, I watched Blood Simple on cable. Oh, man, Blood Simple so, so good. Good flick, man. Yeah, man. No, I know. I, you know my, what was the other one you did with it? Uh, anyway, don't worry about it. I'll figure it out. Go ahead, Corny. Blood Simple. Um... I, I, I got to look over my Facebook page and see what I was uh, watching last week. Sometimes <laughs> all that stuff just kind of... You, got, you guys got it all fucking ripped up and ready to go? <laughs> yeah. You know, I have no clue about. what I watched yesterday. I'm like, what did I watch? Uh, <laughs> I'm all fucked up over here. I don't know what the fuck's going on. He's a game. I watched a couple. And I, I really like really like that film. Part film? Um, colossal. Oh, colossal! Yeah, I mean, great things about that. Yeah, it, yeah, it, it, it was pretty good. It was pretty good. I rewatched uh, Ghost in the Tale um, live action. Yeah, I watched Karate Kill, which I love. All yeah, right, that yeah. was great. I finally got that motherfucker damn disc, uh, and, and before then I watched Chronos. I, I think I said this last 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 show. But I bought that uh, Guillermo del Toro box set, you know, in Criterion, and just going to take my time um, watching those films. I hadn't seen... Um, Chronos is awesome. I haven't had awesome. Labyrinth, but it's on, like, high-def uh, DVD, and I probably haven't seen that in about five or six years, so I'm going to um, rewatch that in a couple in a couple of nights. Which one? i rewatch that. Um, Past Labyrinth. Oh, so I just watched it, like... Last month, it was awesome. It was great. Yeah. Was, great. was it your first time watching it? No, I've seen it like at least four times. <laughs> no, you've done. I did you. Oh, on a time occasion. Yeah. Well, we did a time occasion. Yeah. 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 But I got to I gotta go back around and watch it. That and Devil's Backbone because it's oh, the, I watched those, that one. Those Spanish flicks, listen. His Spanish flicks. Are the best films he's made. I I don't really care too much for his American flicks too much besides like Mimic, but other than that, like I love the Spanish flicks. They're they're really fucking good flicks. They're brutal. They're brutal. Really, really, really overall, I like all his films so far. Um, well, I mean, I like the, the I, like the, I, I like the fight scenes in Pacific Rim. Looking, I love the fight scenes. I like the acting. Is. For the most part, pretty brutal. Besides Idris, uh, yeah, and Cynic Rim. So, Charlie Hunnam is a cocksucker. I hate that guy. He sucks. Charlie Hunnam is cocksucker. I like Charlie. Right. Man. He's not a cocksucker. Yeah, Crystal Peak was a decent. Yeah, Crystal Peak was a decent movie. I, I saw that. In, I saw that in theaters, like um, when it came out. That's the one. That's the one I fall asleep on. Like every like like thirty minutes in, I just. Uh, Crimson, Peak? Oh, okay. Crimson Peak. I need to really watch it. Yeah, I watch it too late at night. 
And oh, I know it's a slow burn, and I need to really watch it, like, in the middle of the day, and, like, really dedicate your coffee. You know. Yeah, Crimson Peak yeah. is, the, the the plot isn't really anything special, but it's a gorgeous fucking place. I love the way it is. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Well, I can only imagine. Oh, my God. And I can't wait to see his, um, The Shape of Water, that the film he has coming out in, you know, in December. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that was Creature Runner Black Lagoon with steampunk mixed in with noir and Pretty much, love yeah. story and, you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I, right. saw, I, I saw that trailer and I saw... Um, oh, what I like to call the Abe Sabian solo movie. Yeah, that's... that's exactly. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I, I love it. They had, they had that trailer for The Shape of Water. They had the trailer for The Foreigner, uh, which I'm, I'm kind of interested in seeing. With, uh, oh, the foreigner looks awesome. Jackie. Yeah. Oh. Uh, oh. And then uh, Chris Rossman. Uh, yeah, the, the foreigner looks like the shit. Looks amazing. Yeah. Fucking Martin yeah. Martin Campbell finally coming back, man. He's been he ain't done shit since fucking Green Lantern, man. Green He's Lantern. Fucking, it's awesome. Well, was Green Lantern before or after uh, Casino Royale? I don't remember that. Oh, it was after. It was way after. You know, okay, yeah. okay, yeah. He ain't done shit since fucking Green Lantern, and I'm, I'm excited for Martin Campbell to come back. And Martin Campbell's a good fucking director. So I'm excited That's to see. Well, they were pretty good, man. You know. Yeah, it was I, awesome. Yeah. Sounds amazing. Like Holy fucking shit! You see anything lately, man? Like uh, movies, trailers, whatever. I don't know. I, I, I'm. Uh, as it were, I guess I'm in between worlds, you know. Yeah. Uh, watching watching some old classics uh, that I've seen probably too many times, but uh, you know, uh, last night I, I've really just been working on crazy artwork and uh, working my ass off of my job. Uh, come home and I'll throw on some YouTube, look at you know, look at the news a little bit. Last Bill Maher made me laugh uh, at the end of his. Uh, I want to recommend this. Just find new rules of the latest episode of uh, Bill Maher. And he has the Obama impersonator, who's like really famous for it, come out. And he says, now we're going to go and say if Obama had said some of the shit Trump had said. Grab him, the whole thing, the whole grab him, pussy thing, the whole oh, thing. But the, guy, oh, but the guy does it as Obama. And he's like, he would have been done. He would have been over. And you can't tell me no difference. And it's so funny. And I fucking laughed, man. They got him reading verbatim, quoting Trump as Obama, though. If Obama had said these things. And it's fucking brilliant. Because uh, he's getting away from us. They were jumping down Obama's throat when he was making sense. So, you know. Well, they, they did a, a straight-up comparison. You know, watch, uh, watch uh, what's his name? Ryan, uh, who's the fucking guy? Uh, oh, my God, what's wrong with me? Um... The Speaker of the House. Uh, oh Bill Maher's great. Yeah, it's Ryan, guys. Uh, yeah, Ryan. Uh, Paul Ryan. Uh, he fucking... Is Paul Ryan gone? See, they show him like... No, he's not gone, but like they show like Obama like two years ago saying exactly the same thing, in, you know, at the uh, uh, State of the Union mm-hmm. about like putting money into in- infrastructure and everything like that. Yeah. And uh, everybody gets up, everyone gets up and claps, you know, they stand up like a bunch of seals and start clapping. <laughs> and they cues in on Paul. <clears throat> but, they, but, but they show fucking uh, uh, Trump say this, like, two weeks ago. 
or whatever the last day, the first day of the unit he did in January. And he gets up and he claps and he's jumping up and down. Then they cut to two years ago with Obama saying the same thing. Take our money, put it into the bridges that need to be repaired. He sat down, wouldn't get up and stand up for him. He clapped with him. And it just shows the fucking bullshit. With all of them. Fuck them. They're all of them. They're all assholes, dude. Uh, it's disappointing. But are, so are, funny. Are you, I was a big fan. I was a big supporter of Obama. Obama's a good dude. Yeah, he's yeah. Maybe people didn't agree with everything he said. Maybe he didn't do the best he ever did. But Come on, man. He was, I, he was, I, he was secretly Cobra Commander, dude. He, he was Zartan in, in the G.I. Joe. <laughs> he came in and he fucking was undercover the whole time. He was secretly a terrorist organization, uh, you know, trying to rule the world or whatever the fuck it was. Yeah. Um, the flat worker that worked with me was always telling me he was a Muslim. He was trying to take the uh, country apart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was great. And then, the flat earther. Yeah, I did. And then, the flat earther. Um, earth. And then he would he would tell me just about on a daily basis that Obama <laughs> was going to take our guns away from us. What? Well, ain't never going to happen. He can't dare to touch anyone's guns. Yeah. <laughs> the flat yeah. earther from Alabama, uh, that, that, Johnny Pico. That, I don't know what that, his name is, but that gun That's shit old. is always hilarious, hilarious to me. The whole fucking. Oh, the, yeah, yeah. The the gun gun thing is hilarious. It's like, you ain't touching anyone's gun. You're going to fuck out of here. Don't even try. There will be a civil war. You come to the door and go, you have to give up your guns. Fuck you, bullet to the head, and, you know, massacre. It's not exactly. happening. But, yeah, no, it was the, the Bill Maher uh, bringing the Obama impersonator in, reading Trump's lines as Obama. Well, you will fucking die of laughter, dude. It's fucking really funny. Okay. I don't care what side you're on. If you don't have a sense of humor, you you, you should laugh at this. Like, it's really funny. But the, the new rules portion of uh, um, real, real time with Bill Maher. Real time, yeah, real time. Yep, I, love, real time. I love real time. Fucking awesome. I, I love Bill Maher. Uh, real time is amazing. Bill Maher is great. It's fun. A lot of fun, man. I, I have stuff, so sometimes I kind of get to where I, it'd be long periods of time before I sit down and watch it. Lot of times where I'm like, come on, dude, you can't be, you have to do like that. But yeah, yeah. he usually, usually makes me laugh pretty hard. <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah, yeah, I agree with you guys. You know, the, the whole political thing, I'm fucking burned out on. I, 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 nothing I can do, honestly, right now, but I will tell you, the best thing we got right now is probably Bill Maher. And Bill Maher is a lot of fun. He's funny. He makes great yeah. points. He usually has great dudes and great people on his show. Uh, but, I you know. It's, you know, we're, we're stuck with a fucking uh, psychopath. We're stuck with Rick Flag right now. Rick Flag is in... Is That's it. Yeah, narcissist. Yeah, narcissist out of the world. He's a complete... He's, he's in... He's a a, a 70-year-old man acting like a fucking asshole. That's basically what you got. A 70-year... Remember that, guy. 70-year-old man. He should know better than anyone. He's a fucking asshole. He's king uh, of the assholes. Well, Doesn't matter what party he's with. His own party's fucking scared now. They're afraid of him. Nobody knows nothing. Nobody knows what to do. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll, I'll jump on fucking uh, play God's tree. tree. I'll call, I'll call him. A, I'll call him a cunt because he really is. I, I hate the name. I hate uh, the word, but, but he definitely is. He's a, he's a cunt, dude. Fuck that, dude. 
The only thing that was good uh, about anything the last couple of weeks is he was going to fire Jeff Sessions and want him to resign. And I, I kind of oh yeah, Jeff Sessions fucking. Uh, you're going to laugh at some of the Jeff Sessions jokes that uh, Bill Maher does in this last episode. Pretty fucking. Funny. Oh boy, it's fucking funny, dude. Hey, how how we all feeling about that fucking cocksucker who fucking has the uh, medication for the eight, for AIDS? That fucker got to prison for like fucking. Oh, oh that guy is fucking. He's, he's, he's busted. What? He's going That's down. Cunt. He's gone. He's fucked up, guy. The guy who the medication about AIDS. That guy. He's been charging people like fucking twelve hundred dollars a fucking bottle or some shit. He got sent to fucking prison for like. Yeah, the, med- the medication for HIV that like you know people live. He wanted to jack it up like three hundred times the price of what it originally was, and he was yeah. run- he's a little punk ass bitch running him up. But it's, it's the same guy that called himself buying that Wu Tang album. Um, yeah, <laughs> something like that. Oh, that guy. That guy. Same yeah, fucking guy. He's gonna be a fuck ass bitch now. He's that fucking dick, fucking wetting his asshole and shit. He's fucking done. He's over. <laughs> fuck that piece of shit. Fuck him. Jeremy's like, damn, I hate that guy. You know what, man? Tell us how you really feel, Jeremy. Oh, I, I when you wake up and you're bleeding from the asshole, you'll understand. That's right. <laughs> come, come in that motherfucker. Fuck him. He's a piece of shit. That fuckhead. Yeah, he, he he deserves all the fucking rape he gets in fucking prison. He's a piece of shit. <laughs> you know, when people when people when people are struggling, man, to fucking stay alive and they're struggling to fucking live their lives. And they depend on something. They've been on this thing that keeps keep keep them alive. For the you know maybe they fucked up somewhere down the line, but it's okay. We're all humans, man. Humans fuck up. But this fucker comes along and fucking charges people uh, money they don't have yeah. to fucking survive and yeah. survive and get to see their family grow up and shit. And they charge yeah. them this crazy amount of money. Fuck them, man. They're fucking dead to me. Another another human monster, you know. It is, is it the toad ash darkness? It isn't the uh, uh, it's no the man in black, it's, it's fucking assholes like this. It's no different than it's no different than um, like getting all your health care benefits snatched from you, you know, because they you know want to repeal Obamacare or whatever. You know, as long as people have insurance now, it won't you know won't be able to you know. People are excited about that fucking Obamacare repeal. They love that shit. Like, oh yeah, I can't wait for this shit to get repealed. What? No. Yeah, yeah you, you should fix it and make it better and make it work. But you want to be comfortable. Well, well, I, on my job, I get in. I have insurance, and I think I pay too much for that as it is. Oh yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's all shitty. It's all gross. For a hospital in in Birmingham, you know, mm. I work. You know. It's, I'm in, under the teacher's retirement system in, in Alabama. But, you know, that's, that's, that insurance isn't cheap. And that, that's one thing that I kind of wish would happen about, like, I understand them having some kind of reform with, with um, insurance and stuff to where the cost of it just wouldn't, you know, be so high and shit. But I don't know. I don't fucking know, man. Yeah, I'm just a fucking that's Jeremy. That's I'm Jeremy. I'm Jeremy. San Giacomo is a pool cleaner, dude. What do you mean, though? We can see the bullshit for the fucking... Who's the quality of shit? 
Throw some chlorine. Throw some bleach on that motherfucker. Walk all the day. Got sick ass. Listen. Put some chlorine on it. Put some chlorine on it. Walk it off. Take the pH a little bit. In and out. Yeah. Fucking hilarious. Fucking hilarious, man. It's comedy gold. I just want to start thinking fucking uh, moon, moon Day, fucking Daydream, or whatever fucking is. Moon Day Daydream. I just want to start thinking that. I've been thinking that in my head like the entire day. It's insane. Dude. Hey, guys. Um, I want to get off so I can watch Game of Thrones before it's too late. Oh, tonight. shit. You got to go. G-O-T. G-O-T. Dark Tower. That's cool. Um, just just wanted to say that we I think we did a pretty good job explaining how we feel about Dark Tower. So we did a good yeah, job. definitely, man. Definitely. Hey, so um, on um, Throwdown Thursday this week. Yeah, yeah. we're going on. Uh, it's gonna be me. Yeah. It's gonna be me, McFarlane, uh, but Jeremy Lloyd, uh, the host of Patrick Made It Happen. He's bringing in. Uh, uh, Jeremy Lloyd, the host the, uh, of, of the uh, Dark Tower radio podcast, and uh, I think that's going to be really fucking interesting because I have no idea what they're going to. Because you know they want to ask questions. I'm like, let's ask some questions. Yeah, but I, 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 interesting. I got, I got a show where it's going to be three guests, and I was like, man, I don't think I'm fully on this show. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it, it was, uh, it was, it's a Dark Tower rolling theme thing, and. Uh, Pat, Patrick's been working on this for a while, so it should be yeah, there's gonna be three fucking Jeremy's on the show. <laughs> well, yeah, I might even gonna reveal years. it, but but <clears throat> but the titles that the title that he's calling it is very fucking made me laugh out loud, dude. Oh, okay. Because he was like, "Could you get the other Jeremy?" And I'm like, I'm, "I'll try. I don't know." If he could pull it up, and he's like, "Nope, I can do that." Nine o'clock Tuesday night. Um, the, the clever the, the Pat, Patrick came up. Patrick came up with this fucking title that made me laugh out loud. Yeah, text it to me. Yeah, I will. I will. I will. <laughs> it's pretty fun. You know what, though? I need to see how this one matters. I'm very excited about it. No, 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 it matters. See, fucking fuck what you're going to say. Say what you're going to say. Yeah. No, no, I, I was going to reveal it, but I shouldn't do that. So I'll wait. Yeah, just text it to me. Yeah. I'm just being ridiculous. I'm, I'm, I'm really pumped. To hear what everybody's got to say about the Dark Tower, I'm, I'm, I'm interested in seeing what Ashes says, what Nicole says. But I want to, I want to see what they say. about I don't know if they've read it at all, or if they. No, I, I, I don't think I don't think most of them have read all of it. There's no way. Well, you know, um, I know Patrick has, but okay. uh, this will be very interesting. This will be a very interesting episode. I agree because I, you know, it's their, their rules, so I can't like jump in and go, "No, we're going to spoil." I, he says, "No." I'm, <laughs> I'm not gonna talk about it, I guess, but you know we'll see. Your, it should be very, should be very fun. I use, I use your inside voice too, dude. We got oh, use an outside voice. You use your outside voice, man. Right? Oh. I'm, gonna <laughs> use, I'm gonna use my outside. I'm gonna use my inside voice. This is my inside voice. I told you. I don't. I don't, I don't want. This. I don't want. I, I want to have a woman's side put you a check. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> There's gonna be fucking there's gonna be ashes, I mean Nicole is gonna be fucking Patrick, there's gonna be me, yeah, off, and how much could I possibly run over? There's, there's like seven six or seven people on the fucking show. It's gonna be insane. 
so. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just I'll just sit there like the Hollywood Squares. When they ask me a question, <laughs> and then I'll I'll answer it. And uh, I, I, I hope Patrick will figure out the sound effect. Yeah, the, the sound effect. We hit the button. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Derby, break off, go. Are you gonna be <laughs> Nipsey Russell? What's that? I'll go. Are you gonna be part All right, guys. Nipsey Russell. I don't even know who fucking Nipsey Russell is. Who's the Who's the little guy? The fucking uh, the the the, uh, the half guy that uh, sang all those great songs. Oh, what's what's his name? Come on, Phantom of the Opera or Phantom of the Paradise? Um, oh, uh, he wrote the entire he, oh, he wrote uh, the entire Muppet Show. Come on, little, the Muppet the Muppet movie. From, uh, little Indians, Indians from um, from Smoking uh, the Bandit. Oh, no, yeah, yeah, the guy from the guy from Smoking the Bandit. Yeah, he's talking about biggest uh, little Indians. Um, I forget his name. Paul, Paul, whatever. I'm, I'm all. I can't. Yeah, oh, yes, Paul. Paul. Yeah, oh, man, it's all right. All right. I'll be. I'll be him, dude. That's me in, in the fucking Hollywood Squares, or back then it was called the whatever the fuck it was. I know you'd be on the variety show, but that's me. I'll be see him. <laughs> it's gonna be a lot of fun. Karen, you motherfucker. It's gonna be a lot of fun. That should, should be good. Should be really great. All right, man. Long right, days and pleasant, pleasant motherfucking nights. And, Long and days. You it. have twice the minute. You too, my friend. Bye, Mel Gibson's beard. Mel Gibson's beard. He's Bye, he's part of the dark tower. Oh, he's a beard. That's right, you guys. He's skunk beard. Like he says, he that's his name. Skunk beard. <laughs> He's a skunk beard. Fuck it up. All right, man. All right, guys. Be well, guys. Love you. Cheers. Love you. Be well. Be safe. Be well. Take no shit. Take no shit. Yeah, take no (laughs) shit. Later.